Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. As long as it's all good, we want to welcome you to the House That Happened, sponsored by Shuey's Bar and Grill. The only place to be in suburban Etobicoke, voted four times the best dive bar in Toronto. We kind of think it's probably the best dive bar in the city because when you're here, we keep the vibe alive. Hi, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. And we're here to talk about the insidious, iconic, and insane things that have happened in this crazy world of sports. How was your week, buddy? Uh, it was a good week. I mean, uh, could do without the snow that we got this week, but... Uh, Can I say one thing? I just want everyone to know that is listening right now in the House of Happens, and I know you're helping me build a mansion. Every snowstorm is not the storm of the century. Can we stop <laughs> that, please? Okay, last night we had a little bit of snow. We're late starting on our show today because of some shoveling and stuff, but... This was probably the biggest one of the three that was supposed to be our big catastrophe snow. Oh, this, this was a dumping. This was a dumping. Okay, so I'll give it, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'll give it about a 7. But I don't think we should shut the city down. No. This isn't, I mean? uh, this isn't... Um, Bring out the army. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they sent me home Mayor from... Mayor Lastman, yeah. Yeah, they sent me home from work early last night, because I do work afternoons. And I looked at my boss and I said, you know what you're doing? You're making me drink earlier. <laughs> That's all you've done. You've just given me time to drink earlier. Didn't you get the mandate uh, two drinks a week? That's it? Oh, that's right. So I'm good till about 2048. I don't even want to think when I go down to uh, Mexico in August, how oh. many how many months I'm uh, going to be, oh, how many weeks be, I'm going to be drinking be well for there. The that, that should be an adventurous time. I hear Mexico is always fun. Cancun, but the re- baby. That's it. But the real fun this week in the... It was in the world of hockey. We had the trade deadline, and what was it believed to be? More trades in this time span than they've had since, what, 2007 or something? 2017? Yes. I don't know what In the 15 days uh, up to and, uh, uh, and of the trade deadline, 62 trades, I believe. 62. And a lot of blockbusters. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We're, 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 going, we're going to allude to all of that because um, – uh, it's really a shame, though, because uh, the big networks yesterday have their all-day trade deadline. And I said, waking up, I said, this is going to be awful to have to fill in that much time doing nothing because all the trades are basically made. Basically. Like, right. who, is, who is the biggest name that moved yesterday? Um, the Ricci brothers? <laughs> Ricci brothers, <laughs> the yeah. The Ricci brothers. Um, okay. who, who else? There was, like, uh, was Max Domi, would that have been? I think that was the morning of. Oh, it was morning. Where did Domi go anyway? Dallas. Oh, right, right. That could be a good pickup for him. Could be. Could be. Uh, I like Max Domi. Yeah, and and it could give them a little grit that they needed. Um, And and I'm and I'm going to get to Dallas in a bit because I think that they're a bit of a a dark horse out there, even though position because nobody's talking about them. But since we are the house that happens, and we do keep Habs on the tabs, (laughs) on the Habs, we have to get away from that for a minute, just to say we have to talk about the beloved Toronto Maple Leafs and the massive changes they've made to their team during this trade deadline. What do you think? I love it. Really? I love these moves that they made. Like the the Ryan O'Reilly one, that was like that was one of those things like when I saw it I'm like I, I couldn't believe it. Okay. You know? No, I, okay, that is good. We've discussed that and he's fit in really well, especially his two-way yes. play. His two-way play, and I, I agree tonight. I think you said before the show that uh, he's actually going to play. He's going to be a third-line third center, center tonight. which is what his actual job was to come. They wanted a third-line center, and they put him up. Yes. I, I, think, I guess they put uh, Tavares on the wing to give him a chance to score some points or make feel good about the team because um, I think that Tavares sometimes gets lost on this team sometime, and his value yeah. is more than people – Realize, you know what I'm saying? Especially these last couple seasons. Yeah, and and he's still a solid two-way player. Like, every time you're out there, the other night in the Calgary game, I thought he was one of the best players on the ice. It didn't show up in the scorecard, but, I mean, as a two-way player, playing back and forth with Matthews doing the same. He did okay. 
But that Matthews Marner line, that was the one that really stole the show on, on that Calgary game. They were flying. Oh, and they should have had more goals. Uh, and I really like Bunting on that line. I like him a lot. I think they should leave that there. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna. There's two. Oh, things. Ma- uh, Bunting staple to Matthews. I oh think. yeah, uh, yeah, it is. And I, and I like that because he's the guy with a little bit of grit. Matthews a little bit of that edge. Sitting, yeah, and I, I think that they should stay together. But the thing that I find interesting about the Leafs is that. Um, They've made some wholesale changes where I'm starting to believe that they were on their way to, say, a 110-point season, okay? Okay. They started the game the other night. You you dress 18 skaters, okay? Mm-hmm. Every night you dress 18 skaters. The other night they had six new guys on the team. So at this point in the season, you're trading one-third of your team. What does that say about the structure of your team if you had to move that many guys? Like, what are you saying? Like, going forward, how, what's the Okay, outlook? let's, for example, okay, Lilligren got hurt, and um, and he might not be playing tonight, okay? He won't be playing tonight. Okay, so now, and he got undressed by McDavid in front of the whole world the other night, and I, I did a little video. I shouldn't have done it to embarrass the guy, too, but that's not the point. <laughs> well, that was for private use. Of course. I didn't bring let the general public see it. That's <laughs> that's strictly for our files, but I'm, I'm looking at it like this. There's a certain chemistry that goes with a team that makes you go forward, and I think the Leafs had some really good, solid chemistry. Maybe they weren't tough enough maybe they need a little bit more in the back end but are they going to be able to um have enough uh chemistry put together in the next 20 games to give them that drive in the playoffs i think so because like they really just kind of made moves kind of along the edges right like all you your, really think so like all the core guys are still in place oh, those guys are all those core guys are always and like those are there. your pillars i think like you know whatever like these guys they know like they were obviously brought in because they can play the system I'm not really too concerned about. They got 20 games to get these guys accustomed and I don't know. I guess comfortable. Well, I think I, I'm. I'm. I'm not concerned. I okay. We're gonna we're gonna get this back when the Leafs lose in the first round because I'm gonna pull it back. I was the guy that always said I think they're gonna make it to the conference finals. Now I'm not quite sure because of the moves that Tampa Bay made, but we'll get to that in a minute. Oh um, really? Okay, we, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, we're we're gonna get to that in a minute. The bottom line is I'm I'm always of the belief that I think that you should make if you if, okay if you have a let's say if you're building a house. And you got the house almost built, and you're going to have an island in the kitchen. Okay. And all of a sudden, at the last second, you say you're going to rip out the island, you're going to put in an eight-chair seat, and the ceiling's going to be made of oak, and you're going to have a granite counter. Like, you're almost done the house. What made you decide to do that? So I'm questioning this. They said they needed a little bit of grit on the yeah, back some end. Toughness. Some toughness. And I agreed with and that. On, and on the bottom six. And on the bottom six. Okay, I agree with that. I think that the bottom six was just as, was as strong as what they got. What's the guy's name? A celery? The guy they got? Achari. Achari, whatever his name is. He's shown a little grit out there. I oh, agree. Yeah. But I think that the Kerfords and the Camps, they deserve to be out there more, and they should get the recognition because without those guys playing this whole season, the Leafs wouldn't be in the position they were in. Correct? Yeah, but those guys are still playing the same roles, Kerfoot and Camps. Uh, I think they're getting a little bit less. You know what I mean? So what does that do for the confidence in the dressing room? If you came this far and all of a sudden, like, you know. I don't know. but Well, Kerfoot maybe, but Kampf, I think, is he's still in that same role. Okay. He's, he's, he's especially on the penalty kill. Like him and Marner are like the first guys. Okay, to I'll, the okay, I'll give him that. I, I will say there, but they traded. Um, what they're saying is like the everyday guy they traded Angwall or whatever. I thought he was a significant part of the team. Yeah, but he didn't play with enough edge. That was the pro- for a big guy. I think that was the frustrating thing. And like, like he, the I don't know he would score like in the regular season, but in the playoffs, like the his scoring touch was just like off. I don't know if you noticed that the last couple of years. I don't know, but does that mean that the guys that they brought in, like Lafferty and then uh, Sillery, whatever, they're going to be getting the big goals in the playoffs when you need them? 
I think they play that kind of style. Like uh, Lafferty gets in those dirty areas. Okay, I I, I understand that because sometimes you need a guy to go in the corner to do things. But I think that the Leafs' forte is speed. Those guys can skate though. Especially uh, Lafferty. Yeah, okay, I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying uh, I really believe uh, we're gonna see. We got 20 games. Yep. To see the makeup this, and and it doesn't matter what we're talking about. We're talking about fringe players now. If the Toronto Maple Leafs do not win a playoff round. It's going to fall on whose shoulders? Matthews. The big boys. You got it. Because if your big boys don't show up in the playoffs, what are you going to do? Now, I heard an interesting scenario. They play Tampa Bay in the first round, okay? Yeah, pretty much a guarantee at this okay, point. Okay, that's a big guarantee. The, the series goes seven. They win three games, six-something. But in the other two games, Vasilevsky stops 45 shots. And the Leafs go home. Is that a failure? If they lose in the first round, is it a this is yes. Tampa Bay? This is Tampa Bay. This is Tampa Bay three times in a row going to the Stanley Cup. This finals. is a weaker Tampa Bay team, though. Says who? Says me. Okay, then I'll I'll give you the benefit <laughs> of a doubt on that. But okay, so now we're going to go into the playoffs. the The boogeyman's going to be in the room, definitely, because Tampa Bay and, and and you know what I really hear too, and I think this is the one of the most stupidest takes ever. Oh, Toronto has to beat Tampa Bay. I do think they have to beat Tampa Bay. Why? Well, well let's let's look at it this way. I'm Cruz, not, how many times can you go into the playoffs and lose in the first round? Then you're just not good enough. That's all there is to it. So. Yeah, that's you. You have to win, otherwise, like like so, then, guys, then the heads will roll. Okay, I know they're going to roll. We know that's not cut to the chase. If they lose to Tampa Bay in the first round again this year, that's a failure. Okay, uh, okay, but I'm going to say. <clears throat> Thank God I'm not a Leaf fan here. I keep tabs on the Habs. Let's keep that straight. So we're not going to be keeping a lot of tabs on them today. But I look at it this way. I thought Toronto had a pretty solid team up till now. And when the trade deadline came, I thought they should add some pieces. Okay? One of the things I thought they should add is some grit on the back end. And maybe a Lafferty on a forward would be good. I think they're going to be... Um, I think they're going to be... Personally, I think they're going to miss that Engwall guy in the playoffs because of his speed, no. the way he played. You're no, going to say not... You, you say that Lafferty and the guy will make... He would always difference. shy away from the... Him and Sandy. Like, those were guys that they would shy away from the moment. When you need them the most, they're like, oh, not me. You can't have those guys in the playoffs. Listen to this, and we got the die in the wool Maple Leaf guy sitting across from me. Really, sending that. You sent those guys out of town, didn't you? I, I personally called up Dubas and, and like, said, "Get rid of them, Kyle. Didn't you? Kyle, didn't buddy, you? they gotta go. Oh. They gotta go." <laughs> I'm saying this. I hope Sandine doesn't turn into a Steen, a Steen move. Remember when you guys yeah, let Steen go? Uh, that yeah, that was completely different, Sturkin. That was just... Well, that it was, was the same thing. He said he no, wasn't tough enough. No, 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 no. That was a bad enough. trade from day one. Of course it was. Because we got Stepniak, a oh. third liner. For, <laughs> we trade away Koliakovo and Steen. Like, Koliakovo was like, what, a third uh, pair of D? Yeah, he was. But, like, the point is, like, you traded, like, way more value than you got back. But at the time, it wasn't said so because, really, Koliakovo was supposed to be the What are you talking about? That trade was questioned from that day. Okay, I never thought the, it was right. Because people were like, who the hell's this Stepniak guy? And we're looking at his stats, and we're like, he's not that great. And, like, I don't no. know, Steen, I love Steen. Okay, I love Steen. I, uh, but the, the, the guy that St. Louis really wanted in that trade was Koliakovo because they needed the extra defense. If you go back and look at that trade, oh, I know. Koliakovo was the guy. Guy, they wanted more, and I, and at the time they were afraid they weren't going to be able to pay Steen, and they weren't sure if he well, was going to show I, up. Well, the whole reason was that uh, Ron, he wasn't a Ron Wilson guy. Yeah, he wasn't he was, tough he enough. Was, he, he didn't have that. Well, not well. Ron Wilson was. It was more like Ron Wilson like skating teams. Like Steen wasn't you know the fleetest of foot. He was kind of like known as more of like a two way 
Agreed, yeah. but he had he had touch. Anyways, he did. He had touch, I, I, and, and that's that's what taken. That's he was what just the, wasn't the speedster that uh, fit the that system. Wilson wanted. And notice yeah. that hey, how how'd that work out for Ron Wilson? Where is he now? They should have hired Joe, Joe Quenville. Oh, at the time they did, but they did. That's another story. In any event, my, my take on it is this. I think the real failure of the Toronto Maple Leafs is that they didn't go to Columbus and they didn't take that goalie and they didn't take that defenseman who went to L.A. And now I'm looking at L.A. completely different. And not only that, what's his name? The Russian Graskozov. They gave him a two-year extension off the hop, too. Who are you talking? Oh, Gabrikov. G- Gabrikov, yeah. yeah. They gave him his two-year yeah. extension off the top. Couldn't the Leafs afford that? I mean, but, like, we got Jake McCabe, and, like, Chicago's retaining half his salary. We got Lafferty out of that, too. Okay, but I'm saying in the long run, we're talking down the road now. The Leafs gave up, what was it, nine picks in this trade deadline, and they got six back, I believe. But the two, they gave up more high-end drafts and, and got more low end back. Now it was a clever move to get the first round pick of Boston back in the trade. Yes, I, was I, very, I love that. That was a very good that. move because one of the things we'll talk about down the road is how how far do you franchise your team for one season to sell out on the future? Like what Tampa Bay did? Yes. Yeah, so so we, I, we, I want to get that a little bit later. There's a few more Leaf things I want to get to first. Okay, but. go ahead. Let, let me see what you're going to say. You really think this? So I want to notice that this is today is March 4th, 2023. And I'm taking notes of everything that Mr. Milani is saying about Toronto and what's going to happen in the playoffs because I'm going to put, put, put his feet I'm not going to make any bold predictions. I just want to, like, let you know about my takes about how the lineup is, basically. And okay, let's hear this. So, okay, so number one with Sandine gone, it, well, it looked like Lilligren is going to be power play number two guy. I love that. Okay, because I think he's more than capable of that role. I think he's. I think that he's going to be the guy that his nose is going to be at a joint. That's my prediction. But continue. Uh, D pairs. So uh, I was concerned about the Riley Hall pair being a thing, but then it looks like they're playing Riley Shen as a pair tonight. I think that's a lot better. Oh, hundred percent. Play Hall with Giordano. That they, those two fit a lot more. Uh, McCabe Brody. I think that's an interesting pair as well. I think it's very interesting, and I'm saying that who's going to be carrying the puck out more, Brody? Uh, no, because he's on his offside. So you think? So you think McCabe is a good puck carrying defenseman? I don't think so. I think that they're a great pair. I think that's going to be more of like a... The lockdown pair. Yeah. They're going to be out there against the best forwards yeah. on the other team. That's how I look at them. I think it... I wish that... I think Brody's... And McCabe's, little, I don't think McCabe's a problem moving the puck, though. But you, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Like, Toronto's transition game, and I think Sheldon Keefe should be getting a, a little bit more credit for his coaching this year than he's getting. Because Toronto does play in a unit, and, and the Calgary game um, showed to me that they've still got that... You know how that defense moves in six? You know, I've been talking yeah. about all year, all the teams, the defense moves in six, and they go on. I don't understand the concept of them bringing seven defensemen in because they're never going to use seven defensemen in the playoffs. And you know the Why f- not? Tampa did it. Eh, not all the time. The whole they they seven- used it a lot, though. Did they? Yeah, they did. Those two years that they won the Cup, they, they played 7-D a lot in those games. Okay, then. So let's look at it this way. That means that the forwards are going to get more time. So that what you're saying is that you're going to lean on the Matthews, Mariners, Tavares, Nylander guys more. Yeah. Because that fourth line is going to be pretty well mute. You know what I mean? Well, I wouldn't say that they're going to be, like, held out. But, like, they're definitely going to, like, you know... No, because what, what that tells me is my original thing about chemistry. These guys help the team get to the position they are all, all year. Now they don't even have 12 forwards. So two guys are going to be sitting on the bench way more than they were sitting all year. And to me, that's a little bit of like Yeah, but okay, but here's the, th- here's the thing, though. Like the way that's not really how it worked out the other night against Calgary. It was more like get the guys in the uniforms. 
I thought that's well. It was. was not not even that. Just like Keith would kind of like put the the more the period went on, like the lines just kind of went in the blender. You know, like the the ice time was like I thought it was like pretty well it distributed. Was at the end. Yeah, it was, it was it was it was balanced. I don't think guys ice times like the camps and you know Acharis and Kerfoots of the of the team. Like I don't think their ice time like fell off or anything. If you look at their uh, Tavar, actually, if anything, like maybe like the, the Tavares line got the short end of the stick. A little bit, anything. only because of that. Um, there's a little couple, a few penalty situations. Probably which, why, which 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 takes away your time. But I did notice that they put that on at the end of the game, and it seemed to be well balanced. But that's not my point. My point is this: is this is 20 games left in the regular season. I want to talk about Game Six in the first round of the playoffs. That's what I want to talk about because then we're going to get there and what do you got then? Okay, you're going to have seven defensemen then? Okay, if you're going to have seven defensemen, someone's nose is going to be at a joint. Is it going to be Lilligren, a guy who's played pretty solid for you all year? At one point in the year, and we go back and check the tapes, I thought your best duo was Sand- Sandine and Lilligren for a while. When I think was you're out. a little bit nuts for saying that. But. I st- but they were winning. They had that winning streak. Who was the number one pair? Riley uh, well, was Dugano out. Was, uh, the oh, no, he guy. was just out there with Brody, and Brody got hurt too, and then Muzzin never came back. Because Giordano has been just a revelation this year. That's a guy that gives a demonstration about... We discuss this right here in the house that happens in Chewy's Bar and Grill, and it's great, great over-the-bar talk, which is regular guys that are coming in. Whereas Giordano came to Toronto because he wanted to play in Toronto. He didn't take a million dollars, and he's playing hurt. Yeah. He loves being into like Tavares plays that way too. He like, do you think Austin Matthews has that love for Toronto? He's from goddamn Arizona. Yeah. Okay, so they don't win this year. Is, Mar- is, is Ma- Matthews moving on down the road? That's well, what you guys got to worry about. If you I don't agree. Win, you know, I don't think. Minor- I, I still think if if Toronto gives him the bag, I think he stays along. But they have to prove that they can win. They lose this first round of the playoffs. I just want to. I'm, I'm I'm giggling already <laughs> just because <laughs> you know for all the bar owners. In the GTA, that's who I'm hoping Toronto wins for. Business. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all those Portuguese, Italian, and uh, Ukrainian housewives that have to suffer the plague of their husbands. Oh, when my the, God. When Why the do you ladies? always got to take it there? <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to get a sponsor with talk like that. Okay, sorry. I slipped on that. <laughs> but it's so true, guys. Come on. You know what it is? Because what happens is... Let's, let's, let's be real about tra- talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs. I say when we watch shows on TV in Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's filtered. There's a lot of stuff filtered. There's a lot of things like O-Dog wants to say that he doesn't because he's a Toronto alumni. That you would hear in a bar that you would never hear in a... Like, on the house that happens, we're free to yeah. say it until we get sponsors. And one of the things that we're saying is, if Toronto doesn't play with grit and Toronto doesn't get up and stand up and do it, it changes the, the mood of the city. There's no doubt about it. You know what I mean? Look yep. at last year when they lost. I got my thumb damaged after a concert downtown because a guy ripped my hand so loud because I was making fun of people crying. <laughs> it ruined my golf scene. I told that last year. Got my thumb ripped. I didn't know that was why. Oh, yeah. It was the night we thought about it. I mean, it was one night of, of the twenty year 2022. It was a night. I'm not a big drinker. That night I drank a little too much. And then we walked out downtown Toronto at Massey Hall, and I seen that blue shit running down people's faces. What do you think I was thinking? With my son, who's not a Leaf fan either, like, you don't think we were agitating a bit? So anyways, the guy went and grabbed my hand, and he shook my hand, and I was laughing. I remember he twisted it, and I didn't think about it that much because... You know, alcohol does that. But when I got up in the morning, I was you off work. It. I was off my. I was off work for a month. 
I couldn't grab a machine. But my point being is, I know that's kind of a terrible way to look at it when you're talking about when you include people involved in sports. But isn't that why sports is popular? Yeah. Because people are so dedicated. They're so passionate. Like, why do we do this show? Because we're passionate about sports. So what I'm saying is this. People should be honest about it. If the Toronto Maple Leafs do not win a first-round playoff series this year, I'm scared to see what the temperature city is going to be for about a week. And you know it. What about you yourself? Okay, here we go, people. This is on tape March 4th. Cruz at his being his hater best. Just pointing out that my partner across the table from me, he just went white. When I said to him, what if they lose the playoff round this year? His demeanor changed. People, look at Andrew Milani right now. Demeanor has changed dramatically just because I said, and I'm cheering for you guys to win. No, you're not. That's a goddamn <laughs> line. You know it. I'm hoping you I'm win. not. How can you, like, in one, I'm in the same breath, I'm not a Leaf fan, but I'm cheering for you guys. I am. I just told nah, you. I, I hope all the that. bar winners, all the bar owners are here. So I'm saying this. If, I'm hoping you guys win, and everybody out there, because I know, because I, I I know that I'm going to hear it on one of my other chats. Cruz, talk. Quit talking about the Leafs. Quit talking about the Leafs. We I have get to talk that. about the Leafs. Of course, we got to talk about the Leafs, but they don't like the way I talk about the Leafs. Sometimes, why is that? Aren't I being positive? Aren't I being like anything I could be? I'm just saying this. They should have taken an extra goalie. No. Okay. Now, if Murray comes out and plays great, you're good. Sure. Okay, so he went on the road, and he didn't play at first, but they brought him on the road, so now. So he's off the list. So that means that the wall kid went back down, and they covered him on the salary cap. Because the big thing about Murray was, and maybe why they didn't make extra moves, is because of his the money. salary, yeah. Okay? Now, let's give Dubas huge credit for the dances he did with the salary cap, especially like you are saying, the McCabe thing, Chicago maintaining that much of the salary. Yep. The little move he made with Minnesota. Yeah, to get side. to yeah to get we're paying twenty five percent of Riley's salary. There you go. So I'm saying, just when you think about Riley and McCabe, you're not paying full price for those guys. So what everyone says about Dubis and being a young guy and what does he do? There's in this day and age, you just can't be a, a player guy. You have to be a numbers guy. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And the way that he's danced with the numbers, I think, is more than commendable. Could where he's upgraded the team. But with you guys getting the playoffs, I'm going to say one more time. Is it a failure? You lose. Okay, I don't want to say that. Sorry, fans. Don't get mad at me. But I'm just hypothetically saying if Toronto loses in seven games in overtime against the Tampa Bay and they win their three games, 6-4, six, 6-3, six, We've been through. Six, why two? are we spinning our circle? We've been through this. It's a okay, failure. So I'm going to ask you then. Is it a failure? You, yeah, you know my answer. Why are we going fail- back to everything's this? Everything's a failure then. Okay, yep. so we're on the house that happens. says the Toronto Maple Leafs does not get out of the first round this year is a massive failure. Yes. Okay. Okay, I'll live with that. I mean, I'm not going to lose any sleep on it. We're in the uh, die for Bedard sweepstakes. But in any event, we're talking about Tampa Bay. What was well, your take I on I just want to go back to the goalie oh, thing go with back. Toronto. Okay. But, like, I wanted Corpus Allo, but then, I mean, I guess him and uh, Gavrikov looked like they were a package deal to L.A. So, I mean, maybe it just wasn't in the cards. I guess so, too, because not only that, they re-signed him for two years. So that must yeah. have been, that must have been a, a... I guess a, we can move on to Tampa. Wow. Look how many draft picks they have this year. Not many. Okay, that's going to be a subject for another time because I think we have to talk about that. Like they just they mortgage their future. There is no future in Tampa. Are they going to be the next? Are they going to be like Chicago and L.A. in a year or two? I was I was talking this with one of my buddies. I'm like, didn't they learn from like the uh, from the Chicago and L.A. mistakes? But if you get the chip, is it worth it? They got two. 
they got they're worse this year though. They lost some big guys. Oh, I know they did, and they they pulled that stunt with Kucherov to get around the salary cap the year ago. Remember they kept uh, the injury mm. list forever. That was sneaky good, but it they, that money. wasn't in the cards this year. No, they couldn't do that. They they're on the same level playing field as everybody else. But that is a huge question, and anybody out there, we're gonna have a a, a roundtable on that maybe after the season's over, maybe after the playoffs thing, and we talk about every team. Is it is it worth it to mortgage? Is one chip? worth mortgaging your future for years because i would say no because there's no guarantee you even get that chip right oh, but if you do it, that's a big if okay that's so now the, the 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 uh the poster child for both of this issue is the la kings and the chicago, chicago blackhawks Black okay so chicago even Black like but like i was thinking about it like did chicago like i mean i guess they just kind of mortgage their future with how they handle the salary cap i guess that's just the big thing right 100 percent. yeah and look at the guys around the league that are, that played for chicago in those days and the guys that they had to let go at their time they, a lot of big names yeah that, that are solid players and and now they've got nothing but i mean it's quite obvious they're going to end up with bedard and that's a big market team that's not obvious a, there's a lottery well a lottery but and like, let's saying, say let's say hypothetically it's fixed they're now never, Montreal gets it. We get well, it. Well, I'm just, I'm just I'm saying they're not. They're definitely. Not, but they're not giving it to Chicago. Is my point. They've been bad for business. That's a good point. When we got the sexual assault stuff and all that, and they fired Bowman, you got a good point. Uncle there. Gary's not happy. Oh no, 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 he's not happy <laughs> at all. You know, really, you know what I, I, I really think is outrageous is that I'd like to be in a room when someone says, "Well, they're sending tanks to the Ukraine." <laughs> I bet you he gets angry because you hear when Batman when he heard, like he completely different from uh, the commissioner uh, Adam Silver in the uh, NBA who who's who's a pussyfoots with the players, but that's another story. Batman does not. He uh, one thing I like about hardcore. He comes out. He's like he talks about the integrity of the league. Yeah. In a big way, you know, and he doesn't cater to players as much. Nope. You know what I mean? He he's a guy that says this is like every game should be integral, which I agree. But we'll get to another subject too, as opposed because there's no real load management in the NHL. Really, I mean, nah, at times it is. Yes, little and bit, no, a little, but yeah. not not a, not under the degree that you would be able to say uh, the, the NBA, NBA is, is is there. But my point is this. If Tampa Bay has now been to the Stanley Cup Finals three years in a row and won two cups. Now, this is going to be a very interesting first round because we know who we're playing, and I'm not going to beat this horse anymore, bro. I promise. I won't bring it up. I won't say what's going to happen, but they, it's staring us in the face. Uh-oh, yeah. It's, it's staring been staring us, us in the face since November. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> Which gets to me this opinion before we're gone. Well, like, we'll get to this after we look at some other teams because I do want to go back to the uh, – let's look at if it went from one to eight – We'll, we'll discuss that in a minute, but I think that Tampa Bay has got enough to. Uh, I think Tampa Bay's got enough to get them there, due to the fact that um, they still got Hedman, yep. they still got Vasilevsky. Steve well, Stamkos is still playing great hockey. This is their this is their last chance, I think, too, because like next year a bunch of guys are getting paid. Sorelli's oh. salary goes up, Sergachev's salary goes, goes up, up. Cernak's salary goes, goes up. up. Braden Point. <laughs> Uh, same contract, but I mean, he's he's already getting paid. Okay, that's what I'm saying. And uh, uh, Kucherov, he's got one in one more year. He's going to want an extension, I hear. Uh, he's, uh, no, he's, no, Sta no, he's he's going to be paid for a while. Stamkos is on the last year of his deal next year. Is he? Oh, is it Stamkos yeah. is on the last year of his deal? So that means that Stamkos will be playing in Toronto. <laughs> He'll be coming to Toronto. Can I start that rumor? I was going right to say he's not going to be taking the "quote unquote" hometown discount in Tampa. I don't think. Uh, his daddy's rich. Mama's good looking. He should be just fine here in Toronto. He'll be sitting back in Richmond Hill. It'll be just a commute in his uh, Lamborghini to the game, and he should be just fine. Where's this coming from? I don't know. I'm just saying oh, he's that. He's staying in Tampa. I, I don't want to. I don't want to scare you about the. Um, 
the Tampa Bay-Toronto first-round thing. But I think that if Tampa Bay were to win the Stanley Cup this year, they wouldn't give a damn about their future because they'll have time to rebuild it. I don't know when. But they're in a market, though, where, like, you think those fans are going to stick around? That's going to— As gonna... long as the more Canadians keep going down there to retire, they got to they gotta fight. Yeah, but to, wa- to watch a crappy team? Uh, they will They will be nah. crappy. I think they got what? They've got three draft choices in the next three years. So three they have. Picks. So this year they just have a six and two sevens. Next year they have a Chicago. They have their third. Chicago's five. Then they're five, six, seven. Then the year after they are, they're just missing their first. But I mean, they're missing their first. Is it their year? And I think I think three it, years in a row without a first. Without a and first. then two years without a second. And then Ooh. this year it's like just like three picks at the bottom. Okay, That's, but you know what? If you go back, let's just take a look now, really quick. If I can, if I can pull it up here. If you look at the average age of the team, but then again, like you're saying, it's going to be the salary cap thing. Can they get them all in under the money? And that's the thing. You need those draft picks to get, to get those cheap players too, right? Agreed, agreed. So they, they could be in a bunch. But I'm saying, if you look at a bunch of those guys, Sarah Gucci, the defenseman. Sergachev. Sergachev, Hedman, Braddon Point. Um, uh, what's the other center that you just mentioned? Um, all those guys are... Sorelli. Sorelli. They're all under 28. Or 27, 28. They're all under there. Well, and all, most well, of them are over there. So Hedman's 32. Well, well, no, I didn't... Hedman, not Hedman. I didn't include them. And Stamkos is pushing 30. Stamkos is... He's a year older. He's 33. Yeah, Sorelli so, is 25. Yeah. Points 26. Yes. Look at the age. So I'm saying if they can make... They, they have a nucleus. Uh, uh, Vasilevsky's only, what, 30? So he's got years left as a goaltender. Yeah, he's 28. Yeah, so he's got years left. So I'm saying that they, they, they're a team that could bridge it. Yeah, but they, but fitting those guys kind of like on the edges is going to be a lot harder. Okay. Especially without those draft picks. Okay, so what does their bottom six look like? Their bottom six has carried them this far. Like, I mean, if they can maintain those guys and and keep a star, like I think something's going to have to break. Is is, is this this is Stamkos' last year or next year? Next year, he's got one more year left. Okay, so I think that they could balance it then. I think. Tampa but next Bay year can... is going to be a squeeze, though. Is my oh, point. Oh, I agree. I, I looked at their salary. I brought it up. Other people are talking about shows and how they got there that far. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to do some kind of a dance. Ross Colton's in RFA. He's going to get a raise this summer. Yes. Yeah, so how old is he? Uh, he's 26. See, that's what I'm saying. They got a lot of guys that are still in their prime years that could bridge them over. I don't know, but they're I don't know. It's going to be weird. But they've had to give up guys though. Okay, that's but they the did, uh, agreed. But they didn't have to shed them like Chicago and LA did. Remember every year, like Chicago, like the, the next year, like they lost Verstag, that one or whatever his name is. Remember uh, he was Verstegh. Verstegh. Yeah, he had to go. The defenseman had to go. Then uh, yeah, well, him, him, Bufflin, and Ladd were and, like the yeah, first summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah they okay, had to they win. went and then uh, Panarin. He they lost him. Oh, that was that was that was different. That was stupidity. That was the oh, pan- that was I can't and them and Charm they, when they drafted or they sent out him and Charmelson. That was them uh, pressing the panic button. Agreed, probably it was. But I'm saying like they they, they could have sh- kept those guys around. I thought they should have too. But I'm saying like uh, bringing it back to your Toronto Maple Leafs, I think that the Toronto Maple Leafs are smarter because they bridge that. They could bridge this. Like in the event in a couple of years that they uh, a couple guys got to go or whatever, um, I think that they've got a nucleus and they were smart enough. Like Dubas said, he kept his draft pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? So well, you he, he got another one to replace it at least. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And they've got a couple yeah. of guys down in the minors that they haven't brought up yet that they could do it. Like they, they keep talking about a couple of defensemen down in uh, well, the Marlies. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because like they're guys who are basically like they're seven, eight, nine. In the beginning of the season, they're now they're like what 10, 11, 12 on the depth chart, and those guys showed it the, earlier on that they could play. Exactly, and so you're going to bring them up. So the structure of the team, as we're going to get back to it, is the fact that 
I'm I'm of the belief that I wanna. Everyone wants a championship, but I don't want ten years of going to the rink and no one's there. Because here's no. another thing that affects your bottom line on a financial point of view: sponsors, viewership, everything, merchandising, everything. the whole nine yards, which also contributes to your bottom line when you have to pay for your free agents and all those players. So I don't want to take away that base. Not that Toronto would ever have to worry about that because they're an outlier. Sure. When it's concerning all of that, but, but when, not Tampa. But not Tampa. No, not Tampa. Not a not a Carolina, which is another team I want to bring up. Well, hold on, I'm not done with Tampa yet because okay. I, I want to talk about that Tanner Janot trade. Ooh. Because <laughs> they they gave up a Ooh. bundle for a guy whose shooting percentage this year is five percent. <laughs> <laughs> but he's young. He's young. He's big. He's big. He's young and he's, he's big. He's young and he's big. He's young and he's... Well, that, that could, well, it's, I don't know, though. It's, I thought it was a little steep, too. I, it was very steep. You know what I he mean? Had, he had that one good rookie season last year, but he was shooting 20%. That's that's an outlier. Okay, agreed. So what I'm saying is that uh, what... what what I uh, what really he's already a minus two in his first two games in Tampa. Okay, that's that's not good either. But that's what I'm kind of clueless when it comes to the thinking about how teams decide who they take. Um, Meyer went to um, Tio Meyer. What he ended up getting the the value he got. I thought that the Leafs could have offered more. Or other teams should have offered more for him. You know what I'm saying? Don't you think so? I'm trying to think where he went. New Jersey. Yeah. Okay, which was a great fit for him. We're talking about the Devils now then? Yeah, just for a second, with, with that great line, that, that great line. And I think he's a perfect fit because he's a more of a grit guy because I don't think the jersey has enough grit up front. Oh, they definitely needed another big boy in that yeah, lineup. Yeah, okay, so now that they've got him. Okay, but they didn't give up as much as it seems. Like, what did they give up? A first and a second and a player? Uh, I thought he would, he, he would have commanded more along the lines of what Tampa Bay gave up. Let me pull that up quick. Because in, um, in context of the two trade, I think Tampa Bay gave up more. I mean, there's Jersey a lot did. of there's a lot of players in there, but like I don't know too much about these prospects to be I don't honest. Either. I know Andreas Janssen. He was a former Leaf. I know about him. He like he's not panning out if he keeps getting shifted around. Well, I, he wasn't this even in the 13. NHL. He wasn't yeah. even in the NHL this year. Exactly. Yeah, that this, good rookie season with the Leafs, and that's basically it? about it. So this is third or fourth team now. He's getting third team. Because we traded him to New Jersey. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now that that's a guy that's going to probably be one of those guys that's always in the end of the trade. Like they throw him in a trade package. So I don't think that's a, they've got value there. But you I, know what I think you know, you know my theory about uh, Timo Meyer though. I think a lot of teams were scared off because, the for money? what it sounded like, he only wanted to sign with New Jersey. Oh, that's that's that was the word around the campfire. So I think that scared a lot of teams off. Okay. And he's due for a salary, and New Jersey's one that can afford to pay him. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's that, that's huge. Their I salary mean, cap situation is like solid. <laughs> for for another for a fan of another team in the East, it's frankly a little scary. But exactly. So um, I I seen the game last night. I don't know if anybody watched the game, the Vegas um, Jersey game last night, which ended in overtime. Highly entertaining game. Yes. Yes, very entertaining. Aiden Hill making a bunch of big saves for New oh, Jersey, or for uh, the Vegas, rather. Yes, and uh, the, you know, what's that guy's name? The funny name, Schwing. Uh, what's your goalie's name on Jersey again? I love the guy. The Russian. He's the Russian. Russian um, I love that guy. Where did he come from? Schmid, you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. I don't know. Goalies are like that, though. It's just like you, these guys that you've never heard of in your life come up, and all of a sudden they're making like a good impact in the NHL, right? He made three or four monster saves at a time when New Jersey was down by a goal. 
because the jersey scored late to tie to, yep. to go on. He made three or four monster saves, uh, playoff-style saves. You know mm-hmm. in that game, like, you know what I'm talking about, game six down 3-2 late in the third period, and the goalie got to make that save? He made three or four of those last night that I thought were outstanding saves. And I think the New Jersey defense carries themselves quite well. Yeah, I think so too. But, I mean, I'm looking at their their, uh, their forward lines right now. They don't have Timo Meyer in here on uh, on daily face-off yet. But, I mean, you look at, like, Tatar, Heischer, Mercer, Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt, Andre Palat, Eric Haula. And then you add Timo Meyer in that mix. Well, I think it's pretty good. And Man. I really – the more I see him, like, what's the line? Mercer, Pratt, and Hughes? Mercer, Heischer, Tatar is their top line right now, according to this. What is it? But last night they didn't play like that. What did uh, you say their top line was? Heischer, Tatar, Mercer. This is from yesterday, so I don't know. That's your top line. So maybe they, maybe they, uh, Tatar, Heischer, and Mercer. Tatar. Yeah, I thought the best line on, they played last night was Hughes. Hughes and Bratt. Yeah, and, uh, Bratt. Sher, Sherangovich. Mer- no, Mercer played on that line. Oh, right? maybe they, they switched him up then <laughs> mid-game. In the last, have you noticed in the last two periods they were out there and they were flying? They could I only caught the up. overtime of that game, so I wasn't able oh, to I see. I watched the whole game, and I, I really thought that line was outstanding. Jack Hughes looked great. As opposed to All the guy season, on the man. other side. The other, who was, who was the big player on the other side that was the number one pick who's just not seeming to pan Eichel? out? Eichel. Oh, I man, I, w- well, I want to get to Vegas later. But. Okay, but in any event, what's Carolina going to be like? Because they're, they're, they're going to be – I'm thinking that Carolina could be the team that gets knocked out early. Okay? they could, Which is funny because you were – Completely on the opposite side of this early in the season. Basically, I up until a couple them. weeks ago. I, yes, I was absolutely loving him. But now that I've been following him a little bit closely, here's my theory. So I don't want to contradict myself. I really thought that Carolina was one of those complete teams, one to 18 skaters. They moved as a team. They're solid defensively. They're they top 10. Yeah, they're top 10 scoring, top 10 um, goals against, which is a formula to get you somewhere in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. The problem is they don't have the go-to guy. That's no, they're, they're due me. by they committee team. Yeah, and, and you know in the playoffs when you get to the third period, sometimes the committee doesn't get it. It's the guy that rises up and takes you there. Who's going to be the rise-up guy in Carolina? I think Sheshnikov could be that guy maybe for them one day. You don't Is think this so? Here, right here, right now. Aho's, Aho's a good guy too, though. Oh, I like him a lot, but I, I don't. Nashas is really good, I think. But they're not tough. You know, in the playoffs, the games, the games are changing. Like I've watched Carolina. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a little bit. Uh, as you know, when I was showing off my, my man cave and how I watched sports the other night when I sent you the video. So that's when people say, Cruz, how do you, how can you watch all these games? You see how I watch well, all these It's like these going games. to a bar. They got multiple screens on. You can keep up. Yeah, of course. You know, you know what it is. And people say, when, especially when I bring people over to the house and they're in my man cave, how do you watch all this? Once you get used to it, you, you see it. There's commercials. Yep. You know what I mean? And But I do admit this. Not Brady. He was like, why well, I would never leave. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's the thing is, is that you got to understand is if you have a multi-screen setup like I do and you're watching sports. By the way, full disclosure, I have four screens in my basement, 340s. And I think a 32 or whatever, three 340s and a 42. I don't know. Who cares what it is? It just sits in front of me. One of the things I will tell you this, if you have a four-screen setup, hockey is the hardest to watch multiple because the game moves so quickly. You know what I mean? And it's yep. great to watch. So when I'm watching hockey, I make sure that I put both. If I'm watching hockey and basketball, I will be honest with you. I put both hockey games on the top screen. 
so that if it's almost like be having bifocals. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm always looking at the top because in basketball, there's a flow to it, but it stops and goes. Football is a stop and go. And baseball is like, you just go by the <laughs> pitch, right? Basically. Okay. But when you're watching hockey and you're trying to watch, I cannot watch. I can watch two hockey games at once. Okay, I can get back and forth. I can keep my eyes on it there. If someone's going to try to tell me they can watch more than that at one time, then you must be a superhuman being because the game just goes too fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're, what I end up doing is, my. here's another cheat thing, fans out there. Always PVR every game. Put your game on all PVR. And people say, why? Because when you PVR it and then come and, and watch it, like, wait till the period's half over. Don't know the score. That's my master move, people. And here's the little trick. You go walk the dog. The game started at 7 o'clock, right? Go walk the dog at 10 to 7. Come back in at about 7, 30, 20 to 8. You don't know the scores, but you can control the games now. Okay, we got we got to get back on track here talking about hockey. Okay, anyway. We, we'll get back to Cruz uh, PVR talk a little bit later. This but. is how you see all these little nuances about the game, which makes me think that that's my point of bringing this up. I've watched enough Carolina games in the last month because, as you said, remember what a month ago I was screaming. Through all Carol- hurricanes. Oh, oh, I love this. And I was I the one I'm like, I was the one basically like Cruz. Okay. <laughs> Sure now, about now that? you got me. You got the me. The John Cena meme. Are you sure about that? I know, but I was really. The thing is, like I said, they don't have the go to guy. Yeah. You know and, what and I mean? The, and they have two injury prone goalies, which has always been my red flag on that team. But look who's carrying them. One of your boys. One of for your now. Boys. Okay. For well, now. We'll, they we'll, said, they were saying that last year, too. Okay. Where was he in the playoffs? Uh, nowhere. He was dead and gone. Go. We're, not, we're not even mentioning his poor name. <laughs> I'll mention the name. Freddie Anderson. Oh, I, like, I liked Freddie, but oh, like, there was there were some things they were like, oh, I So don't what know. do you say Carolina's prospects for the play, playoffs are now? How yeah. far do you think they're going to go? They could win around, maybe two, but they're not going to the finals. I don't think they want to make the conference finals. You know what I'm saying? Things could break their way, though. I mean, like, playoffs are weird like that. Oh, ag- agreed, but I'm saying now, um, what do you think of the Rangers' moves? Uh, let me let me take a look. Well, I, I also want to mention with Caroline, just a couple, like, soft moves, really. I don't know why they went after Jesse Pugliarvi. They No. They're, oh. I don't, why did they become Team Finland all of a sudden, too? You That's, know why? Because they said those guys played together in juniors. Pugliarvi and Aho. Yeah, they said they were they were big teammates, and, and especially they the other night. I don't know. That doesn't on. always carry over though. That's ah, such flawed so. logic. Yeah, well, then they're saying the reason that they picked up Kane in New York is because Panarin and him were such great teammates together. But they that was in the pros. True. Good point. Good point. But anyways, I seen that they they were flashing it the other night. I don't know what show. You know when you get and a even game, then like it's who's who can, can say that they can recreate that. But anyways, I don't think they can. Like I see juniors is a long time ago. No, I'm even saying with like the Kane. Uh, oh yeah, okay, okay, situation. okay. Like, there's no guarantee I, I they can even recreate no, that. No, I, I it's a better shot. But. Oh, I agree. But I'm saying that that's that's why I'm kind of backing off my Carolina thing because you know what I really thought as a team these guys are going to go places like they play this way. Mm-hmm. They're solid in their own end. Uh, they don't make a lot of mistakes. They're well coached. All that. Uh, cliched nonsense you talk about a hockey team. They've got it. Then I looked at them again and like they don't even have a 30 goal scorer. Okay, like, well, they I mean, don't like, have a th- now, that was are a, you oh, talking about as of yet? As of yet, they, yeah, maybe someone just okay, got a thir- well, they're going mean, to have a thirty still, goal score. I don't know. They're going to have a thirty let me, goal let me, score, but they're not. No, no, no. When you look at it, I, I'm saying no. What what do they have that's going to carry them to the next level? Okay, they've got three guys that score twenty goals. A hose their center, and he's got twenty seven. And he's not known as a goal scorer. He's known as a setup man, more playmaker, yeah, more of the playmaker, and a good penalty killer too. He's a very good penalty killer, okay? But now you look at the team and you go, okay, who else is going to score here? Because they're not a huge scoring team. 
No. But they're very good defensively, and they score when they need. They usually play with a lead. Okay, so that's solid in the playoffs if they yeah. get out in front. But like again, let's get back to it. Regular. Yeah, you're right. They only have. They're only gonna have a, like Aho and Nashas are gonna be the only guys that hit 30 goals this year on that team. That's so. That's what yeah. made me back off. Like okay. you know, when you're back in there about a month ago, and I was talking about look at this team, and every night they're winning three two, they're winning four three. They they got the, they got the big defensemen. Like all their defensemen are no name big. You know what I mean? Sure. And they're all good plus minus. I mean, you know me, my, Mr. Analytics here. My only analytic I love is the plus minus, especially on your defensemen. And all their defensemen are plus, mm-hmm. which is going to come in handy during the playoffs, don't you think? Sure. So, But I'm saying, so you're not saying they're going to go anywhere? Who who are they projected to play in the first round? Uh, Let's see. I mean, that, that Metro division is still very much in flux. Oh, huge. It's either going to be that they play that they win the division and they play one of the wildcard teams, or they finish second and they play the Rangers. But I think they're going to play. I I think they're going to win the division. You think Jersey's right on their tail, though? Well, we, Jersey's just two points back. Think they can and like Carolina's got game in hand, but I mean, you got to win that game still, right? And there's 20 games left, so let's just a lot talk of time. About it. We got and their goal di- their goal differentials are like basically the oh, same. Oh yeah, and and let's get back to my original yeah. premise now. I'm big on the Jersey bandwagon now. I've completely jumped on that. You know Whoa, what I mean? I'm my jumping God. on it. I'm jumping on their Who bandwagon. are you and what have you done with Cruz? Well, well it's maybe it's because I haven't been smoking as much weed lately. I'm trying to cut down <laughs> on that. That could be making a sensibility. The reason I am is because I think this much. Jersey has got a great goaltender. I really like the Russian goaltender, and I like the way that they skate and bang. They got, they got a little bit of grit to them. This Meyer is really going to make a difference. I think he could be pushing them over the top. I, I, I thought that Carolina could skate to a point where they could take them home. Like, I really thought they could get there, but without that big guy. Now, you got Meyer there who's yeah. going to get – well, and they got the, uh, a number of guys on Jersey. Jack Hughes alone. Is a game he's a breaker. star, man. He's, he's just a star. so good. He's so fluid on the ice. I love the. You know, I love that look of that type of hockey player. Like if I'm going to pay box office, I'm going to go see Jack Hughes. Oh hell yeah! I'm not going to go see Jack Eichel, but I'm going to go see Jack Hughes. Okay, you know what I mean? You know what I'm I love that we're just shitting on Jack Eichel. I don't mean to, but uh, he's a big boy doing nothing. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. Part of me wonders that if that's part of the team too, where they're like, you know, there's second the, chance, second team. I know, but like my point is like they're kind of like waiting and they're kind of like want to wade him back in, especially since he's had like so much time off and the injuries and all that. I think it might be kind of a multifaceted thing. I would kind of be- blame the team there too because he's missed a lot of games too. So that that throws off your rhythm too, right? We had a great game last night. A great game, New Jersey against Vegas. Okay, he was invisible at least in the didn't overtime. Didn't hear his name. Didn't yeah. I didn't hear his name all night. I was waiting. I, could see I was surprised that they sent him out as the second shooter in the shootout. Oh, that was another thing I thought, too, and everybody that shot last night. What were those guys shooting? I, they should have called me. There were some of the worst <laughs> shootout chances I see. Did you see when some of them were terrible? Yeah, they were bad. Like, I don't know. Like, don't, nobody made moves. You know what I'm saying? I thought, hey. You know I, mean, I mean, shootouts are just like, I think they got scrapped that. but he got robbed. He did. Ro- but I mean, they, 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 I just think they should scrap the shootout. Get rid of it. So what do they do instead? Just keep going like two on two or something. Like, keep it over time. Well, yeah. Like, two on two? Like, what, are you going to go down to three? Then to two? Yeah, why not? No, then it starts to look like we're at Chuck E. Cheese or someplace. <laughs> Come on. No. You, so what will you do this then? I say so you're pro shootout. No, I'm okay. not pro shootout. I'm, I don't know. I don't have the solution. I'm saying go 10 more minutes. Oh, then we go 10 more minutes. Then we go, oh, what about load management? Oh, what about this? So you know what I mean? All those yeah. factors come in. Oh, we're going to miss a plane. Oh, we're going to move. Uh, 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 uh. This and is all collectively what? bargained. So well, then we're going to see what's happening. Because then if you wait too long, you're at a Springsteen concert. And next night, you get your ass kicked. <laughs> okay, Team just bonding, saying. though. Just say, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Team bonding. And, and, and it's w. an investment cruise. 
I heard that they really sent out the kids too, but that's another story. Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, oh, they went too. Yeah, they yeah, went yeah. too. They still brought them out to the game. They told me. I like trade, that. I did too. I think I like that's that. A, I think it's it's it probably affected everybody in an emotional way. But that's another story. To, let's get down the road. So when we're talking about one of the things before we go out west is well, we got well, we got a lot more to talk well, about before you, we go out west. Who, okay, who Rangers. Oh yes, I think the Rangers. I'm on the New Jersey bandwagon as of now. I think, as, especially if they win the division, yeah. If they win the division, they're going to be something to be concerned with. But then again, I'm going to say the Rangers now have picked it up to a point where they got to be. They're not that far behind Carolina. They got 20 games. Can they catch? Uh, is it many, a realistic possibility? Uh, they're they're nine. Back, they're nine nine points back. I think that's a lot to make. And, up they, and, the other, and the teams ahead of them have games in hand too. It's tough. That's going to be tough. Okay, so that means that Carolina will, will play. Let's just go with the hypothetical belief that Jersey wins the division. If Carolina plays New York in the first round, that's why I'm getting off the band, Carolina bandwagon because I think that if they play either Jersey or the Rangers, they're not winning. Well, I was going to say I wanted to get to that. I think New York wants to get to the play. I, I think regular season they might be a little screwed getting home ice advantage, especially in the first round. But, I mean, in the playoffs, I mean, with the goalie, with that team, oh, yeah, I like oh. them. Oh, with Rangers? I'm like them yeah. a lot too, and I really hope that there's a possibility that the that, that it ends up somehow, and I think it works out that way. If um, I'd like to see a Jersey Ranger series, oh me too. I would really like to see like those series play, are like it's always a, a bloodbath. Of course it is, and it's that uh, metropolitan area in New York, and uh, the Jersey and Islanders have always been the poor step kids. Yep. you know what I mean, and they play in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> and all that other ridiculous New York press nonsense. Keandre but, Miller's just got to keep the spit in his mouth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't going to all those little nasty off. Only we talk about it in the bar moments. Okay, but you know what? That That's, was so ridiculous. I had oh, to bring that up. You had to. I mean, I, I get it too. But this is why, um, as we're building on this and we got a few things to go, this is why we have the house that happens. And this is why we're trying to uh, spread the word that we are because I'm noticing on TV, they, they sugarcoat a lot of this. Sure. We're not sugarcoating anything. Let's just we tell the truth. No, and then we won't. We don't have to. I'm not going to bring up any more talk about grandmothers, so I promise. Okay, that for the rest of the season. And if I do, slap me. We'll get that punching bag in the air. Sure. This is true. We might have some sponsors. And I'm telling you, my sister is in here. And my sister, by the way, is a principal. And oh, she, yeah. she'll jump in the microphone because she says, you and your gender shit, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> okay. Just, uh, who, my sister, is a die in the wool. I want to shout out to Michael, Chris, and Randy. That's my brother-in-law and my two nephews, who I hope for their sanity. Those kids have never seen a win. They're, they're in their early 20s, Andrew. They've never seen a playoff win in their lives. What do you mean, like a Stanley Cup? No, a series win. For Toronto. Oh, I thought you were saying the Habs. No, no, no. Oh, they're, no they're, okay. they're Leaf guys. And they're yeah. like, I, we were over for Christmas, and they when I came in and I mentioned the Leafs, they said, Uncle Jack, no talking about our Leafs. Same as why? Why do people have that impression of me? Let's go on. Let's get back to the I wonder why. I, well, no, I, like, I want him to win, guys. I do. Sus. Um, <laughs> but like Rangers, I mean, you gotta like. Not that they started the whole deadline season, but I mean, the Tarasenko was definitely like a bomb. Oh yeah, they sent out there. They. Oh yeah. They gave up a little, or gave up, you know, 
a fair bit, I would say, to St. Louis to do get it done. But, I mean, worth it, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, I agree. Kane, they got for pennies on the dollar. His oh, value was tanked. That, that was so... They stalled him, I think. Well, I think especially, too, because I think Kane was only going to accept a trade to the Rangers anyways, by the by the sound of it. I don't buy that the Leafs were on his trade list. Oh, I don't believe it either. After he said about his balls being scratched on ice months ago, when what, I heard was that... Was your line about that? Yeah, he goes, I'd rather have my balls dragged across broken ice than play for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then I heard he was on the Leafs list and I said ah come on that's not as bad as me jumping off the Carolina bandwagon but you know what I'm saying you know come on when he said that and then I heard especially here in Toronto where the media is so crazy and they were all eating up and remember the game he played against Toronto and he was invisible oh yeah then the next game he plays he gets a hat trick like what does that tell you about the character of the guy oh yeah you know what I mean and, I, and I'm watch out, New York. Cap I didn't want. Drivers. I didn't want the the Leafs to. I didn't to get want him, him either, and I, I'm just saying he's a little bit of a bitch to tell you the truth. But he could make the difference in the playoffs. He's only what 33, 32, and he still got a, he still got yeah. those Jets in the open ice. He still got the Jets. He still got the release. He, he's, a, he's a big upgrade on the scoring, and that's what I'm saying. The difference between Carolina, Carolina doesn't have a guy like Kane. They don't have no. That, they don't right? have that alpha. That, that, yeah, that they don't have that guy. Solid team, and that's why I like. I, I I hate to beat the dead horses. Like I'm going. Look at this Carolina team. They are so. They are so. Oops. Yeah. They are so. Oops. <laughs> so. Oops. Well, you know what? Their season could be go right in the can though. Imagine that. No, they've been running as a front runner all season. Jersey well, chases of, them part down. Of, part of their plan kind of went into the toilet too because they want to use Patchetti as the quote unquote their own deadline rental or whatever. And like, it doesn't look like he's. Well, he played like three games, then like got re injured basically. I keep tabs on the Habs. I was not. I didn't cry the day that we traded Patchetti. I was not happy when we even made him a captain. <laughs> I was like, this guy? Not going to say anything. To the fact that he's American from like gonna, from from a guy from the other side of the fence. I was I, I never liked Patcheretti. I didn't either. And he was supposed to be a forty goal scorer. He was like he thirty five guy. Yeah, if just he under. Yeah, but he always scored. no shame. How many times did he score two goals in the third period when we were down six two? I don't know. You know more about that uh, than me. Okay, so I know they, that was a complaint that like uh, not to change subjects too much, but like Ryan Howard with the the Phillies. He had that. Oh he had yeah, that the year it, too, right? exactly. The, you know what I mean? And that, that's what Pacioretty turned to me. And I and when we got rid of him, I said great because then we didn't have a salary anymore either. Yep. Which was which was a good thing. But we're not here to talk about that. The fact is that uh, it's not going to work out for them, and uh, it's going to be. I think that um, the brain thrust of Carolina will be upset. Will be upset when. Um, um, they lose in the first round. If they lose, oh, yeah. their season's a failure, don't you think? I think so. I mean, they were they were expected to be contenders. Yeah, and and now that they're here, like they everywhere I looked, that they were like. I mean, if you look at the preseason prognostications, everybody was calling them like top four team in the East, which they have turned out to be. But I say once the playoff comes, mm, I don't yeah, know I anymore. Yeah, I don't know unless that that team structure thing can get you there. Because remember a couple of years ago when St. Louis made the run. Who was their big star? Tarasenko wasn't considered like the superstar at the time, but he emerged during the playoffs just like Riley. But yep. Riley got that level now. But what's Riley done in the last couple of years? He's never been that superstar anymore. So no. perhaps maybe Carolina could do that thing. Because remember 20 years ago, you're too young, when Carolina did win the Stanley Cup? I remember when they won. I okay, was, I, I was, a, oh, I was yeah, a teenager. You're, you're te- were you that? Really? I was 13. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, I was born in yeah. 93. And, and, and you're the diehard that you are. You would remember that. The bottom line, who did they have then? Stahl, who was a kid. Yeah. He was the big But he, he had a 100-point season that year. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. good. But, I mean, who else did they have? They won by committee. Yeah. 
They won by committee, so maybe Carolina's believing that that's the uh, the history of the team. That maybe because they haven't done much then. I I would really. That's feel how they got the finals in 2 as well, basically. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got to remember that. So I'm just saying this. I don't want to dump on Carolina. Like I, you know, check the tapes. Sure. I, I was talking Carolina huge, and then now I'm going. I don't think so. You know what I mean? So let's just say I want before we get, we go a little bit farther. Let's just look at the standings for a second if they went one to eight. Because here's what I'm thinking the NHL is failing it, on before we go. Honestly, west. by the East, I thought it wouldn't work out that different. I checked it out. Uh, oh, it would make a difference because Tampa wouldn't be playing in the first round against Toronto. Um, the on, Rangers would not the, But be, the East is just so stacked. That's the pro- Actually, it would be Tampa-Toronto first round regardless. Really? Is it would have gone that way? They would have been 4-5 because who's first? Boston. Oh, yeah, Boston. We got to get to them next. Uh, Carolina, two. New Jersey, three. They would be playing the Rangers. So it really that could switch because Toronto and and New Jersey are about the same point totals, aren't they? Toronto's two points. Yeah, but I mean, mean, it's... It's. I don't think it's making it, like the East is just like it's ridiculous. It's okay, what the but, West was like ten years ago. Okay, so now agreed. But I mean, let's look at it this way: when you're talking about a product and you're gotten a big contract with ESPN and you're trying to sell the team, you're trying to sell teams to J- John Q. Public, you're going to lose some big teams in the first round that maybe necessarily you wouldn't in that you'd get. But the I'm second saying, round. but like, uh, uh, sure. I mean, I, hey, I'm with you with going to the one through eight. But like this year is like. I don't think it's the the, the deal breaker. You know what I mean? Or that would if make the Jersey big, doesn't the catch, big difference. If Jersey doesn't catch Carolina, because I don't think Carolina is a big enough market for the NHL to care about in regards to having Jersey or Rangers, which they'd much rather have. Yeah, because they're in New York. Uh, the, yeah. The, in the, uh, yeah, the greater metropolitan New York area. So I'm saying right off the bat, if they play, you're going to lose one of those teams. Right off the hop. So you're talking. That's gonna, yeah. You know, that, that would probably happen regardless. And I don't want to say about the other team that would lose in the first round because I said I wouldn't bring that up anymore. But, I mean, if any of those happens, you're losing marquee. You get to the second round of the playoffs, and you're losing marquee teams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, let's just look at it very, very quickly. And the other thing is, they're already talking. The NBA markets things so differently, but in a, in a cheesier kind of way. Like, sure. They're, like, in the back door, like, if the L.A. Lakers would dive to get to sixth place, which is a realistic possibility now that LeBron's out, suddenly they're playing Sacramento in the first round. They beat Sacramento. They got Lakers around for another round, yeah. and the whole NBA is going, look, fan appreciation. We got the Lakers. I don't think that the NHL thinks like that, and they should. No, they definitely don't. Okay, so now you want those teams in the second yeah, round, I think, don't I you? Think, I think, yeah, but like the, I don't know, the NHL's weird, like where they almost kind of like having like these like small market teams go farther. I think they like the upsets in the first round because let's get, let's get something straight here. In all of the big four sports, I don't think there's anything as great as the first the, round in hockey. Oh, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Even the first round in the NBA playoffs. Okay, baseball. You no, know, it's not because those teams know who they are and they usually end up winning. There's First really, round NBA sucks usually. It doesn't yeah, get good yeah. till round two. That's what I'm saying. So what, the only thing is they're trying to do it in baseball. How they brought in the extra wild card. So those games are really intense. Yeah, so yeah. Now they go two and three. So they're getting they're they're getting the NHL thinking about increasing the intensity in the early games. Mm-hmm. So they would go. You know what I mean? But outside of that, I really think they should go back to one and eight because I think once the dust settles at the at, at the end of the year when we see the point totals, I think that Toronto would miss Tampa Bay. However, we we'll do, see. Well, we have to see because I think last year they were the four or five as well. Anyways, no, I think it was a little different, wasn't it? Because Tampa dropped off. Mm. Because remember, Kucherov didn't play, so they kind of fell down the standings. They weren't as high. 
Let me maybe you're right. That. Maybe you're wrong. I'm pretty sure they were still the four five last year. Okay, because we got to move on because the yeah we got to talk about your favorite team. Ugh. You know what? Okay, they're winning. They're going to win the Jack Adams. They made some nice trades. <laughs> Next, the Jack. That's for Coach of the Year. I mean, not Jack Adams. Uh, President's Trophy. Yeah, they're going to. Okay, okay. Here's my take. Here's my take. They're good. They're in first place. They got some nice records. Picked up a couple of nice guys. Fuck you. <laughs> And I don't usually swear. Check the tapes on the house that happens. If anybody's going to make me swear, we don't even have to talk about the team that I'm swearing about. <laughs> if you don't know me by now, I'm a full-blown hater. They make me sick. Every time I go, I got to hear about what they're going to do. Aren't they great? Didn't they do that? They make me sick. I hope they lose in the first round and half the team looks like vermin. And they're, and they're stashing Taylor Hall on IR too, so. Little scamming sons of bitches. Oh, you know what? I have to say this. Can I just say one thing? That all Mark goalie is going to be the key to them. This guy has really emerged as a great goaltender. You know, where did Boston find this guy? Buffalo. Ugh. See, people, remember earlier in the year when we had about the shows that people don't wait for goaltenders, and then they steal from other teams, and they get yep. developed in the way they go, like no patience with goaltenders? And I like your theory is if you're going to be a team that's going to make it on your salary cap, you can't pay a goalie more than, what did you say, five? Five. Seven? I'm really like the when you said that a, uh, a few shows back, I went, huh? But I went home and I started looking around to see what you're saying. That's a very viable argument, bro. Like with Tampa, like sure it's working now with Vasilevsky, but like goalies are weird. Goalies are weird. Goalies are and, weird. And, and they still got him out of contract for how much longer? Two more years, right? Oh, I think like a three or four. He Good, signed. Great he, he signed the max. He signed the max, but I mean his max is what? They're only paying him what six a year. Nine and a half. Oh, they went up to nine now? He's up to nine? Vasilevsky? Wow. They're paying him nine and a half. Wow. Your theory about Tampa collapsing and no no picks in a while is going to come to fruition. I forgot they're paying him that much. I forgot. Yeah, like I never put that into context. Thanks for that little... I shouldn't keep more tabs on on the, uh, on <laughs> on the, the race. The bolts, yeah. Uh, come on. We got it. So, and speaking of the salary cap, the days of Boston players signing for pennies on the dollar is over, which I am just ecstatic about. If we have to have one good thing to say about it, yes. <laughs> yes, that's a good thing. You get your bag, David Pasternak. <laughs> you get your bag, Charlie Coyle. 25% yeah. of their cap next year just tied up to those two. Uh, then you know what's going to happen? Here's what I think. Here's my prediction. Pasternak's a great hockey player. Something about him, I don't know what it is. He can't drive a line. There you go. So when his numbers drop in two years and they give him the big salary, I predict Boston even, will dump Even it. potentially next year because Bergeron and Krejci won't be back next year. Oh, no, no, they can't. They won't be able to afford them, will they? This is well, the, they, they signed. They signed for like one one year for like bring super the band. Cheap. One, yeah, one yeah. more. One bring the band together yeah, for one more round. They're done. So, I mean, I hope so. I hope that they sink. I hope they become the Titanic of the NHL. Let's just tell you how much I like those guys. So we really have to, okay, you know what we really have to do at the house that happens? Because we say we do show respect. Give Boston kudos for the amazing season they have had. This is a season of the ages. You know what I mean? Could we be a record-breaking season when all said and done. You, you, I agree. Now, one of the things that I will, um, I, um, 101 points already in 61 games. Unbelievable. Now, I, I don't know if we should bring this up because the caveat is that back in the day they had ties. Okay, so that, that would bring yeah. down your point total. But at the same time, when you get that extra point, it also brings people up a bit. You know sure. what I mean? You know what I mean? So it's yin and yang, yeah, so, so to like, speak. Yeah, so you can argue, was it the 77 Habs, was yeah. it? 77 Habs, 98 Red, or 96 Red Wings, probably... 
you could argue they're still probably the most impressive regular season teams. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. That's the Iserman, Shanahan, Lindstrom team. That was before they got Shanahan. That was oh, still, was that, they had, like, that was the year they lost in the conference finals to Colorado. Oh, right. So, like, right. Paul Coffey was still been on that team. Right. Um, that was a great hockey team, though, man. Like, they just so couldn't like, finish. No, but they, they learned to. They learned to, but that's. They got, next year they were back to back, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then, because, yeah, that's when Cosentino was becoming the defenseman that he was mm-hmm. becoming. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. No, that Detroit team. But though, in my in my time of watching hockey, and I'm the old man here, those two teams and that Hab team, and being the keep the Habs on the tabs guy, that that season was amazing. <laughs> You'll and get in, that right one day. Okay, but in any event, you know, thinking back at it really quickly, and all the stars that were on that team, including the, my beloved Guy Lafleur, Bob Gainey might have been the best hockey player on that team. That's a hot take and a half. I'm going to say that when you look with back the, on at a team with. Guy Lafleur, with Jack Lemaire, Steve Shot, Larry Robinson, uh, Guy Lapointe, Serge Savard, Bob Gainey could have been the best hockey player on that team. Wow. First of all, he did this. Well, he he shut down the other guy. So whoever you guide, your guy, okay, like say if you had an Iser, whoever it is that you had that was going to score, they put him out there with Dougie Jarvis. It was over. That the other team wasn't scoring. And go back and look at it. Bob Gainey was scoring 20 to 25 goals a year at that time with a plus what a plus zillion at the time like I mean and he and he wasn't on the power play that much because Montreal had so much firepower. Yeah, now, he was a penalty kill guy, wasn't he? Oh, he he they invented the Selkie because of Bob Gainey. You say that a lot, yeah. Oh, he had to. The guy was that freaking good and like Okay, let's not say anything. Guy Lafleur is God at my house, and you know I wear the Pierre LaRouche jersey, so you know who my love is. And I love Steve Schott, the greatest garbage goal scorer in the history of hockey. <laughs> no doubt about it. You know what I'm saying? So, And they had those guys, and they had the great second-line guys with the Lambert um, and Trombley and those guys. But there was something about Bob Gainey and, and Larry Robinson, too, because um, uh, they had a little more flash with Savard and, and LaPointe, but... Bob Gainey was that guy. He was like, um, he should have been the guy when you come out of the dressing room, he should have been the first guy in the ice. He was that kind of a hockey player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, 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 I well, he was like, captain of the 86 team that won the cup, right? That's right. Yeah. And he, not just that was his period on the sentence because he was the main guy. And we might have not won another cup with him. Getting a little off topic here. If Brian Trache, who's one of the dirtiest good hockey players in the history of goddamn hockey, when he mugged, um, he mugged, Gainey behind the net. Have you ever see the play? He came from the blue line when Gainey's back was turned, jumped in the air, and crushed him and broke his Fuck. shoulder. Oh, yeah, I hated Trache since then. I never did, not I know Trache won him on team, but when he did that, I said, the hell with him. Which brings up another a little quick thing before we go on. What about all the teams that put that got players that are not going to make the playoffs, like the New York Islanders or the Ottawa Senators? I, I think Islanders are going to make the playoffs. Who are they going to take out? Is Buffalo they're in, not they're going to in make this, it? They're in the wild card spot. They are now. But look at Ottawa's chasing them quickly. You think Ottawa can catch them? No. <laughs> so it's going to be Buffalo then, right? So that means Buffalo, but the, their goaltending is that. Uh, that's the thing. So that means Carolina could they're play too, the I think, Islanders. I think, I think Buffalo is too streaky. Oh, definitely. Because the goaltending. It's oh. it's purely because of the goaltending. Okay, so all that, respect to like 
I can't believe how fast Buffalo turned it around. Oh, no kidding. And like, you got to give them credit. And I want to shit on Vegas a little bit more because they gave up some good pieces. For okay, Eichel. well, oh, I know they like did. Peyton Krebs, the prospect. Oh. He's already on the team. He's looking good. Oh, very good. We're going to get to the West in a second. So let me just ask this before Are we done with the East. Pretty I, much. I just want to kind of just talk about the. Well, it was my note here. I just called the East Wild Card Wacko Jacko because oh, it's yeah. like it's fucking insane. Okay, so that means if the Islanders play Carolina in the first round, they would be could, playing Boston. It would be Carolina. Pittsburgh, which I think Carolina can win that. Oh, I think so too. I think Pittsburgh's got too many holes. Like they just don't have. And Pittsburgh's not saying they're going to make the playoffs yet. They're not out of the woods. I think they'll make it, but it's going to be tight. So the wild cards will be Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and then like probably the Islanders. But I, you got to give Buffalo at least like a fighting chance. What if Ottawa goes? Um, what if Ottawa goes fifteen and five? Down I the think stretch? that too many holes, especially with Chikrin's health kind of like up in the air. That's now. a drag, yeah, because that was that a was great supposed ad. to be their big upgrade. That, that, that would have been huge, and I heard they're going to sign him too because they got they got. Well, he's everything. he's he's on contract for another like few years though. Not that much. There's only two, two years. years. That's not a lot for a guy his age. He's what twenty six. Well, I'm just saying, like, he's I solid. Know. I mean, he's good on the team. You're right. You're right. They're going to have him for a while, but yeah. it's too bad. And I don't. I hate Ottawa too. I got no love for those guys, but um. I, I'm thinking. I wouldn't say I hate been, Ottawa, but yeah, I definitely got no love for them. You have to hate Ottawa. You're a Toronto guy. Remember those? Playoffs? Yeah, but that's like that's so far like removed now. It's like now it's just like they're, they're like that this little team that like I I, I, don't, I just want to see them like okay. So I want to see that rivalry. Okay, what sparked. makes the rivalry then? What makes a rivalry? Well, I mean, we've talked about this. It is because of the playoffs. Exactly. And you guys went, like, I thought for a period of time you'd have to say your rival was more than Montreal because we never played you guys in the playoffs, and you guys were playing Ottawa every year. Basically. You know what I mean? So was that, it that, four times in five seasons we played them in the playoffs? Yeah, and, and that, that, that developed some kind of rivalry. I mean, look at when Jersey plays the Rangers. There's some rivalry there. Yeah. Why? Because the continuity of, of running into each other and playing in the playoffs. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, though. So Carolina will play Pittsburgh in the first round. That's, well, we, that's not lining up. We, we, we can't even say that because the jersey's they, coming on. Uh, you know what? Pittsburgh, they got games in hand over the Islanders. So, like, yeah. They've got to get, but they got to win those games in hand. And sure, those sure. There. But they're, they're also ahead on points right now. I, I would say Pittsburgh's probably going to hang on to that number seven seed if I had to bet. I would, too, because I think the experience is going to get them there. So I'm going to put one more thing before we move to the West. So I just want to, I just want to oh, give my okay, like, okay, quick, quick notes. So. Pittsburgh, yeah, whatever. Done. Islanders, we talked about it. Horvat was more of a trade for next year. They could probably still get in. Barzell's injured, though. So that yeah, he's puts... banged up. I thought that when, when they made that trade, I thought that was going to be the thing that put the Islanders over the top to get them in the playoffs. Now it I'm still not. could be. Still, yeah, it's, it's going to be tight. And I'm saying not, we can't rule Buffalo out either. They need the goalie, though. That's going to be their big problem. I Ottawa. I'm calling you. Got to dust off the old pads. Uh, Ottawa. They made that move, but like I think that was another one, more of a next year kind of trade. Um, Florida, we talked about them frauds, uh, fraudulent. Frauds, yes, yes. And like they what a fall off. Eh? And they and all their they, they're another team, no first round picks. picks. No, no, they gave everything away. Their foundation, but you know what? Does that mean like they uh, if they keep this team, it could they give them one more year of togetherness that could get them to the next step? Florida, Florida, I, Florida's kind of like that, so I wouldn't be too surprised. You know, they're very like up and down season to season. One of the most disappointing teams in the league this year. They have um, the rate as one of the biggest disappointments. I, uh, technically, yes, although I don't think I had them in the playoffs before the season, to be honest. Well, you know, I was looking at like things like this, and they they were they were considered a playoff team. I never bought that though. 
Because they, they gave up a lot to credit. get Kachuk. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, I mean, like... I give you credit for that because Their goaltending is faulty. Agreed. Um, and they're one of those teams, like, they were, like, your buddy Jamie Noodles McLennan is like, oh, it's like, he's giving them all this credit because they're, like, they're investing so much in their goaltending development and whatever. It's like, well, what's that done for them? Because he's a goalie, that's all. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Okay, but no, you know what? I give you credit on that. When I was, when, when, when I, I'm not saying I was pumping their tires. I said, don't forget about Florida. You dismissed them a while ago, and you're correct. Like, where are they at now? They're, they're not going to do, they're, they're not going anywhere. I just think that it's interesting that um, teams like Ottawa and uh, Florida and uh, Islanders all made trade moves. They all they all took shots at it, where yeah. as opposed to Calgary did nothing, which we're going to get to in a minute. We will. And then a, a Washington kind of doing a little bit of a uh, soft rebuild. Really? I would say so. I think they, they well, because, you know, I, I, very soft. Very soft because they got some pieces back, but obviously they're they're done for the year. Yeah. They they they, yeah. they they were sellers. They weren't buyers, but they did get some pieces back and a couple of picks. Sure, that could help them out in the long run. Which is going to tell you this: Ovechkin's not catching Gretzky. Oh come on! He's not going to catch Gretzky. Do I make a? I think we, we already, already made did. a bet. We, we already made a bet on this. He's not. He's okay. not going to do it next year. Season after he does it, guaranteed. Okay, what's he behind? Ninety goals, isn't he? Yeah, that's that's not much. Not the way he's playing, he's not going to get 40 this year. This is this year he had to get 40, and he's going to be older, and they're going to bang on him more, and he's only got two years left on the contract, and you think Washington's going to extend that just to get him? Hold on, let me see. Let me pull up I heard the craziest cap. thing during this trade week is they say, what would Ovechkin's worth be on the trade block at the trading deadline? What would no, nah, well, he's be? he's not he's not moving from Washington. I of think course he, not. It would be insane for them to do it. It's just for for the media. Well, even him, I, I don't think he would waive his no move clause. Okay. Because I think he said he wants to. He's got three more years after this. He's got three more. Yeah. On his contract, so that means right now, if he is done, and he's not going to score dick all for the rest of the year because his dad died. Team's looking like a mess. He's got what one goal in his last ten games. Um. He, okay. Let's just. He say, needs. And he needs 82 to pass Gretzky. Ooh. Ooh. He does it. He's going to do it uh, not next year, the year after, guaranteed. You know, it'll take him three, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, He'll I'll do, do it. Nah, He'll he's do rushing. It. I hope he falls off the cliff. That's all I'm saying. You know, uh, who else do we got in the East? Um, Detroit, they were back in it for a hot second. Now they, and then they lose a few. Then they went back to sellers. They're done. They're done. And I do really think, So I heard an interesting point. People were like, did they kind of start the build-up process a year early should Maybe. they should they have tanked for bedard this year i think that's an interesting point because like, i do too yeah i never actually i never really thought of it till you brought it up right now and that's an interesting take that you have there so what do you think they went a little too early i mean it's definitely because like i i never really bought that they like Sure, like, there's the argument that maybe they could sneak into the wild card, but like, there's a lot of good teams in the East, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I got you. Mm. That other mountain to climb. I don't know. Big um, mountain, big mountain to climb when you come to think of it. But they're young. Yep. They're young and that, solid. They're, they're, they're looking and, good. Yeah. I mean, ne maybe next year, right? We'll see. Um, Philly didn't have much to sell. Uh, J apparently, there was a trade in place. Elliot Freeman was saying between them and Detroit for JVR, but that it was incumbent. What sense did that make? I think Detroit was just like, hey, let's just give ourselves a chance for this year. Maybe we can re-sign him for next year. Hmm. Uh, hmm. You know, I've hmm. heard people like uh, being like, hey, Van Reems like back to the Leafs could be a thing. It should have been. I thought he would have been a good fit for this team. 
I think it's very possible him to take a team-friendly deal, kind of play on that second power play next year. Yeah, Why not? I, I, I thought the reason that he didn't, uh, they didn't take a swing at him this year is because of his the money salary. and salary cap. Because oh, seven mil. Even if you're if they Philly retains half, that's still three and a half. You'd get, need to get a third team involved. It would just it would have been a mess. I would have not worth it. Well, they did the dance already. Well, no, but that's got, that got them a defenseman. I agree. Okay, uh, I understand that. But I, I thought, looking at the way that the Leafs were built, and you're talking about the little extra grit guy and him being in Toronto, I thought they could have danced around the salary cap to get him. Is Van like really a grit guy? Well, not a grit guy, but I mean um, up and down the wing big guy. Uh, and he's shooting even he's, up and down. I would say he's very lackadaisical. He's at times. He's, he's, at his, that's his, he's good in like in that area in front of the net. That's yes. that's okay. basically I, it. And, and, that's and, his hot zone. Okay, agree. And I I will I have to say he, he the reason that the Leafs let him go is because he never gave them that extra. And I wouldn't have paid him that seven either. No, I would no, never no, no, have paid no. him that seven. And obviously it hasn't paid off. He never got a 40-goal score season out of him because the idea when he gave him that 7 mil was like he had the potential to score 40 goals. Yeah, there was kind of and like a 30 and 30. Once. Yeah, with, with Philly on that yeah, contract. With Philly, yeah. yeah, how many times he scored 30 goals? Once or twice, that's I it. I don't even know. Not that it's, It was a bad five-year deal. Oh, definitely. Bad five oh, years yeah. for JVR. No, it was a bad five years for Philadelphia. It was a good five years for JVR. <laughs> well, I mean, not, not, not professionally. Profes- financially, well, sure. Financially, that's what I'm getting at, that it was, it was, it was good. So um, I think Philadelphia is out in the forest for the next couple of years. Yeah, they're screwed. I don't think they're going to do anything. They, they, they're apparently getting, like, no call. Like, apparently Detroit was the only team interested in JVR yep. at the deadline. Yeah, well, I thought the – and you heard that a lot and probably heard a lot of that, too, was the fact that um, – they had issues with his working a salary cap. The money was was one of the mm-hmm. biggest issues. Like they couldn't, they couldn't. Makes dance. a lot of sense. They couldn't dance with the way they did it. They didn't know, or nobody had a dubis that could make the uh, <laughs> no capologist on uh, payroll, no cap, which is which is a good thing. But there's only one team we haven't talked about in the East, and I'm not going to talk about them because I love them way too much. We will see them next year. How is that? That's going to be my tab on the Habs. There you go. You got it right. Okay. So my note about them was that they they were really just lacking deadline trade chips, really. They traded to Danoff to Dallas. Ah, so what? Just get rid of the guy. I didn't want him anyway. Well, I mean, hey, my point is that like he was one of the only few guys you could deal. Like Edmondson, a little bit surprised they didn't move. You know why? Because he's he's got the injury. He's got the nagging injury. Edmondson? He, yeah, no, yeah, Edmondson. Yeah, he just we we sat him the last game. He had, oh shit! I did yeah, not know yeah. that. Yeah, we sat him for um, we sat Edmondson because he had an upper lower one of those yeah mystery injuries. Uh, LBI, UBI, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever it is. So he's on there. But here's what I'm really happy about: what Montreal didn't do. People were actually kicking the tires on quite a few players on our team, but we refused to give them up. And the number one guy that they were going after is Josh our, Anderson. Oh, everybody and their brother wanted to take a shot at him. And if we had traded him, I'd be pissed because no, that would have been stupid. That's right. And who else were they, they were taking a shot at? They wanted a couple of our young defensemen. They were looking at. I heard Gooley's name came up, no, but he was injured. I mean, just you know, like like feelers. Yeah, the, the feelers. I think there, but, I think Monahan would have definitely been. God, oh, been gone he if he was healthy. Been, he was healthy. Oh, definitely. And he was supposed to be that. Like at the beginning of the season, either he was going to score or he was going to be trade bait, and he mm. turned out to be neither because of the injuries. Bad so luck. We, yeah, we just let him go. It's kind of like what uh, when the, the Leafs tank for Matthews year. What PA Parento was for us. Oh, remember that guy? He was supposed guy? to be the big. I, I always liked PA Parento. I always uh, thought he was a little underrated. I thought he was a little soft. <laughs> okay, but it's the same. Good playmaker. Thing. Like it's like this thing. Who was going to take Drew in? 
Nobody. No Finally scored his first goal, though. Oh, you're killing me. You're just killing me. <laughs> you couldn't have that zero okay. and, and that goal column, okay, though. Okay, that's true. He's, he got a goal. But, I mean, the guys that, first of all, we're never going to let Suzuki go. Okay. We're no, never going to. No. Uh, Gallagher was hurt. Yeah. And we're, we're taking and going. And then what other pieces did we really have? Most of the guys that we have, we want to keep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we, we, we had a, what would you say, a spurt this year where it looked like we have potential. With that in 50 bucks, I'll get you a case of beer. Okay? You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say any more. Okay, that's our that's our keeping tabs on the Habs. And we will go on. God bless you, Montreal Canadiens. That's all I can say. And the only other thing I'm going to say is this. Before I go out the door is that um, I do believe now, and this is going to be sacrilegious in the, in the world of the Montreal Canadiens, that the Bill Masterson's trophy going to carry price last year mm-hmm. is very fraudulent to me. <laughs> We've gotten into that. So we won't go anymore because yeah, I won't. love Carey Price. Uh, on to the West. Oh, yeah. And then well, I guess we're just skipping Columbus because they're Columbus. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> made, they made some moves, though. Yeah. I mean, whatever. They got the first round pick from L.A. They got third next year. I don't really have. They're the only team. It's just like, whatever. They stink. They're gonna, and they're, they're going to stay there for a while. Year. They're going to be a while. And you know what's really sad? That's yeah. about the teams. Like when you talk about a small market team. When you suck and you're a small market, how do you ever go forward? You better have oh, a rough. good. No, you, you. What you have to do is you have to have a management a little bit like Carolina. Obviously, Carolina's done some good drafting. Yeah. So it's all about in your draft room who you pick. Do you pick to pick the right guys? Do you get the right team? Because you can build from the draft if you do it properly. Now down the road, you might gonna have to pay. But I mean, like, make, like look at your draft, your draft picks. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you, what are you going to do, like? If you have the proper team, like I hear, I hear this all the time, and if just switch sports for one second, what if Philadelphia drafted Jason Tatum instead of Marcus Fultz? That's a franchise-altering decision. The whole, oh, you're damn right it is, and, and look at the situation. Maybe Philadelphia would have a couple championships by now. Mm-hmm. That's what, the only reason I'm bringing it up is in context of teams that what is your draft, like who is your staff, who's doing your scouting, who are you t- picking? Now, everybody know they got fleeced because Danny Ainge pulled a fast one and fooled Philly. Oh, but that's another that's another story unto itself. But we should move to the East because we spent a lot the West, of time in the West. Who do you want to lead with, Colorado or Dallas? I'd rather leave with Colorado because they're at 7-2-1 and one in their last 10, and they seem to be coming down the track full steam. And like you called it, you said when they bring everybody back from those injuries, let's talk about the Colorado avalanche. And look what happened since everybody's been yeah. back. I mean, I car s- just come back, didn't he? He's, is he back? Is he back? Is he, is he just uh, Yeah, game? the daily face-offs, uh, they have him in the lineup. Yeah, he, he's back too. Yeah, I mean, Colorado, but, like, the one thing that still worries me just a bit is that number two center. Like, JT Comfort is yeah. quite a step down over yeah. of Kadri, right? Uh-huh. And, and like, once once O'Reilly was gone to Leafs, it was like they didn't have any options, right? Agreed. So, I, I don't know. There was no real way for them to fix that. I mean, there's still Colorado that they're top. Like, once they, if they get Landis Gog back, I still don't think there's a timetable for his return, if I'm correct. Well, I'm going to tell you this much. I'm sorry I disrespected Nathan McKinnon when we were talking about our top 10 players in the league. 
And remember, I put him on the outside looking in. Well, maybe I had a mis- made a mistake on that. I, I would agree you made okay, a mistake. Because I thought, nah, he's okay, but I will. And we are allowed to admit when we make mistakes, correct? Agreed. Okay, so I'm I gonna, would prefer we admitted our, the, our mistakes. Okay, so I, I've, I've, I've made two today. One of is jumping off the Carolina bandwagon, and, not, and number two is not giving Nathan McKinnon enough respect. Have you seen him play in this 10-game streak? He's a beauty. Oh, my God. He's, he's just, a beauty. He's been playing. Every night I turn on the highlights, who's on there. If he's not scoring, he's setting up a goal, and if he's not setting up a goal, he's making the hit yep. that made yep. the play. The other night, I forget what game was, he made the hit that broke it out, that they got them out like he's playing um all world he's a top three player in the game in my opinion wow wow i'm i'm not maybe by the end of the year you could be wrecked so who are you saying first you're talking mccarr mcdavid well mcdavid is my number one. Oh, that's a gimme we, that's just a hundred percent so yeah you're, you're top three so who you're saying is number so mckinnon and who else i'd probably say matthews i'm, I'm biased though okay but you know what i wouldn't <laughs> say that too because here's one thing is we're going to talk about the top three running mccarr's so right up there too oh though. yeah 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 he's got to you know? be there but i'm i i'm going to just say this one more time is um i hope that the toronto press backs off a little bit on what, how they're talking about Matthews. You got a generational player here, okay? He was the best player, maybe the best player on the ice last night. Yeah, against Calgary. I mean, not last night, but the Calgary game. He might have been uh, well, I, thought, I thought Marner had the oh, best game there. Well, the two of them were on the ice together. So <laughs> 1A, 1B. Okay, 1A, gotcha. 1B. They were out there with their boy Bunting. I think he's the most un- – he's certainly going to be a very underrated player, don't you think? I, th- I mean, I think he's pretty fairly rated. I think people know what he's all about. Okay, can I make my full disclosure? Let's hear it. He's my favorite Toronto Maple Leaf player right now. Okay. I love the guy. I love just that's just a that's a very cruise decision. I I like just the way he plays. I like I, I don't don't bark at the refs, so bark at the players. Okay, but that yeah. but there's something about the guy. Like I'm gonna predict this. If they go to a game seven against Tampa Bay, he scores the overtime winner to go to the next Whoa. round. I'm gonna put that man. out there, man. That's how much I like the guy. He's getting the ice time. He is. He he's is. getting the ice time, you know. Staple to Matthews, like oh, I said. Oh, I love that. And he goes up and down the ring, and he's not afraid to hit, and he's a great skater. Yep. I wish he had a little more touch. I, I mean, he's got good enough touch. I mean, he's got, he's got, he can find Matthews and uh, Martin in those tight spots. Is he going to score 25? Mm, I'd have to take a look at his numbers. Uh, we're we're kind of jumping all over. We're back on the Leafs. Okay, okay let's get out of there. But Colorado, just, they, uh, they made a couple... Moves interesting really. moves. That, Lars Eller, I thought was a good pickup. I oh, like Lars I thought Eller. Lars Eller was a great pickup. He's a great. You know what? Go back and check him back with Montreal. Bunting gets twenty. He's at nineteen. I think he gets twenty-five. He'll get twenty-five. Yeah. If he got more power play time, because he never gets. He plays play. second unit. Yeah. Yeah, but he, sometimes it's, yeah, he gets. He's out there for thirty seconds. Oh, that's the problem with playing it, second unit. It, on yeah, the he doesn't get enough uh, on the time there. But I thought Lars Eller was a great pickup. Personally. And they get uh, Jack Johnson back. Some good depth. There you go. Oh, definitely. And what's his name? You know who's been playing really, really good for him? Um, what's that guy? Rantanen or whatever. Rantanen, yeah. He's been playing great hockey. Like, I mean, I, he's he's jumped out at me more lately. He's a he's a superstar. That guy. I think. You think so? I think he's really good. Oh, I think he, I, I think he can carry a line. Really? Yeah. I think that's why they can afford to put him on line two on that team. Well, I think it is because it does balance scoring because that Lekkinen has been playing good. Yep. I think that he's been like when you look at that, they're top six. Colorado's top six could carry him. Yeah. You know what I'm my, saying? My one problem with that team, though, is like Sam Girard on defense, he makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
Uh, he is, is not the, the is most it, responsible defensively. Is it is kind of reminds me of a certain defenseman on the Maple oh, Leafs. Okay, we're not talking about the Leafs anymore. Remember now, we hardly even talked about him, which is a good thing. Is it anything to do with my favorite analytic? Plus minus. Not even, I don't even look at the plus minus. You know. Oh, that. I do. I, I do. I look, I look at it every time. I look at the plus I, minus every time. I mean, bro. hey, the, I, I if you're a defenseman you. and you're minus nine, oh, what's your? Oh, oh I'm with you there. The nine. plus minus means way more for a defenseman than it means for forwards. Agreed. But yeah, he's no, he is not sound defensively. Lots of giveaways. Um, I think he's trying to come out of his zone too fast sometimes. I thought he should have been the sacrificial lamb for this team to upgrade that number oh, two really? center. Yeah. Wow, interesting. I, I've said this on the, that on the podcast. I before. think you said maybe you have, but uh, so but who else are they going to have back there? Who's going to be back there? You're going to lose them. You, you, yeah. Well, gonna, I gonna mean, especially with uh, Manson well, injured. Oh, that, that, that's that a hurt, problem, that right? Hurts. Yeah, and that Taves guy's good defenseman. Oh, him and uh, McCarr. That's a the, those guys killer pair. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they're going to end up playing 25 minutes a night. Or is Manson? Imagine Manson just scratched. Hold on, that's weird. Is he? Eric Johnson's out. Long oh, that term. hurts. That yeah. hurts. That's that hurts. okay. That's. And I, I still think eight. like if 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 whatever they could still make up for if they traded Gerard, but I guess maybe just the trade wasn't there. I don't know what's up. But Eric Johnson's coming back. He's in the lineup now, right? Uh, not according to Daily Faceoff. So if we take a look at them tonight, it's going to be who's going to be all the defensemen on Colorado tonight? So they have Taze McCarr as the top pair. Yeah. Byram Gerard is the second pair. Jack Johnson, Brad Hunt is third pair. Yeah, that Ber- that Berard guy's been playing pretty good. He stays in his own zone. I like the way that he plays. Like he's always out there in the penalty kill too. Who's this? Uh, what's his name here? I just seen his name, Berard or whatever. He's only played. He Gerard, are you talking about? Yeah, Gerard, the guy yeah. I just shit on. Yeah, no, 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 no. Sam no, Gerard. No, 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 no. Brad Hunt, Jack Johnson, uh, Boehm Byram. Yeah, Byram. Oh, he's yeah. the guy they took like third overall a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Yeah, he's I good. like him, and he's always out there. Like, if you know what's out there, he's out on the penalty kill all the time. He's like that guy. Like, he's a stay-at-home guy. Yep, yeah. Like, he's solid when you. But have he's, he can move the puck too. Oh no, no, and he's a good skater. But yeah. I'm, I've noticed like he's their like he's their anchor guy. Yep. He's like the guy. Like, how do you put it? You know, Makar is Makar. Let's just let's he's next level. But I mean, he's the guy when you come over the blue line, you better look You're where he, out for him. You yeah. better look out for him. You know yeah, what I Because I've seen him like he takes guys out and he clears the front of the net. And every 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 big boy. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I like him. And big boys on defense play him. He especially in this seven game streak. I mean this ten game streak of Colorado because yeah, I he's been a major player. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I've no like you know when you watch a game, you 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 turn it up to say who am I going to hear? Yeah. yeah. And I'm, and all of a sudden I like I've never when did I brought this guy up? I don't think any of us have really. No, okay, but now I'm noticing him even. Mind you, it's not until this year that he's really gotten the ice time. Because last year he was like kind of buried on that third pair. Yeah, agreed. But I, that's what I'm saying. When I watch Colorado now, I hear him. I see him more. Yeah. I'm seeing more, like I say, his size. His size is, mm-hmm. is speaks volumes uh, of the way it is. And uh, what are you saying about Dallas? Oh, I want to ask you this first. Okay. Can Colorado win or will they win no. the division? No. Too far back? Too far back. Six points back, three games in hand, though. They got to win all three, and guess what? They got a little gauntlet to go through here. If you look at their schedule, look at their schedule. They've got some. They've got a rough run here. They got to do Vegas, Seattle. Um, yeah, but those are West teams. Have you seen the record like East versus West this year? Oh, just it's insane! Is it not? Is it? What does that say about the league? Uh, imbalance. What else? Oh, huge imbalance. imbalance. I mean, that we the. That was going to happen eventually because for a long time it was like the West was the world. Like going through the California road trip, that was a gauntlet in oh, and of itself. Oh, remember that? Yes. Now it's like, 
I'm not. Oh no! Like obviously, like L.A. kind of scares you, but like San Jose, Anaheim. Ah, uh, they were. That's a, that's distant past. Oh yeah. When you, when you come to think about it. So just wait a second here. We're going to take a look at Colorado's schedule down the stretch here. I think it's a little bit tougher than people want to realize. Where is it? If you can't find it, we should probably just move on. We're we've been going oh, yeah. on for an hour and a half. So really, really quickly here. Here we go. Coming down the stretch. Nothing's ever quick with they you, They got Cruz. Dallas, okay? Look at, look at their Okay, right. fine, Dallas. They got Dallas. They got Seattle. They got L.A. And then they got to come east, okay? Who, who they play out east? Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, Detroit, Chicago. So they yeah, should win all of I, I mean, like, I, I think you they know, can continue you know to what? clean up. You, you have a good point here because what happens is they have this. A lot one. of winnable games. Huge, especially when we get in the end of March, because they got a run here where they've got Ottawa, Detroit, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Arizona twice, and Anaheim. A lot you of winnable games making, there. You, you, a lot you, of winnable uh, games. I thought it was tougher. Maybe it was the Vegas schedule that was a little bit tougher. But you got a point there. That's a quick way to make six points up. Hell yeah. You know, all those, especially with Arizona back to back. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, that should be that, four points. There should be four points there. And not only that, they got San Jose. That should be a win. Playing my beloved Montreal Canadiens. Sorry, Cruz. <laughs> that, that, that could be another one there. Yep. But, but, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not ruling. I won't rule it out. I won't rule it out. But I don't think Colorado is winning the cup again. I don't think so either. I don't think they're going to win. It's going to come between them and the Oilers to go to the finals in the West, though. We'll touch on the Oilers a little later, though. Yeah, we got to get to them. Uh, Dallas. I don't really have. Dallas didn't really do much. No, because they, I think their team is solid. They picked up a the, winner. I want to get to that a little bit, too. How, like, the West, there's, like, it's not that strong. We've been talking about that. Golden opportunity for a lot of teams here to go to the finals. And all them, oh, yeah. and none of them really did anything. Except so, for Edmonton. They're the only team that really, like, took a big swing. So that means they should get them to the finals because if they you look should. at the history of they great should. players, Connor McDavid is time to go to the finals. I agree. This is, is what, a sixth year? Uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Eighth year. Huh. And what has he done in the playoffs? One, he's been to the conference finals once. He went once. to the second round uh, twice. Oh, second round? Come on. If you don't go to the second round, you're hey, not I'm even a Leafs the fan. That, that means a lot. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. That's a, that's a sacred, but, uh, sacred ground. Dallas, uh, so they trade for Dadanoff from Montreal. They get Max Domi from Well, that Chicago. was a nice pickup. That's I really think, it, though. Well, you know what? Their team was solid. Like, you know, they, they'd have to give up some pieces. Like, people were p p pieces, and you know, guess what? They didn't give up a bunch of draft choices. So, Dallas is, Dallas is solid. Like, they've been building this. Like, last year they were a little bit better. This year they're a little bit better. You know what I mean? So, they're so they're headed for a round two loss to Colorado then. I Well, we're not saying that. I we're know, saying I'm that, joking, that, that, that could be a good – that could be a premier series. Well, I was saying before the show, the difference there could be that uh, Dallas has – I think they have a slightly better defense – and I think they got the goaltender. There you go. So where are we putting Minnesota in this game? They've suddenly risen. Remember, they rode off, and now they're solid in the playoff spot. I do believe we're on tape that you thought that they would fall off and wouldn't make the playoffs. Now it was I, looking like they could. But now I'm saying they're going to make the playoffs. They will. You think so now? I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think so. I don't think they're going to do anything. No, they're. I think they're heading for a round one loss to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so that, rude. Is that the biggest one-sided rivalry in NHL history? Oh, come on. Easily. Like Minnesota, yeah. won, they won that first one in 3 They upset them in the first round. Since then, it's just been like Colorado, Beatings. Colorado, Beatings. Colorado, Colorado. Yeah. And, and, and they're due to play in the first round, aren't they? They are. 
But that could change if Colorado uh, leapfrogs. Yeah, exactly. And I, uh, you know what? I really think they are going to leapfrog them. With the three games in hand and just looking at their schedule, I'm just saying this. We are Canadian, and we do like to, to uh, speak loudly about all things Canadian. I'm so disappointed in the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. You remember, let's go back to January 1st. They were almost the first in the conference. There was, so... What uh, happened even to like, them? Even just back to, like, a couple weeks ago, like, or even, like, last week when I was, like, doing my show notes, it was, like, all those first, those top four teams in the Central were within, like, four points or something. But now all of a sudden, like, Winnipeg's, like, falling back. They really... Rapidly. They, they make one, like, soft move where they get, like, needle rider at the ah, deadline. Like, exactly. It's not, not ah. a guy that's going to move the needle. Like, oh, it's like, oh, we got a guy that can play on power play, too. Do you realize what do you this? Freaking do? Okay, they were... They, they are now... Just think about Winnipeg. If you go back to, like, early January or mid-January, they were in around the division leader and yep. possibly conference leader... To, if they go into a slump, they could miss the playoffs. They yeah, they're like they they're could, hanging on to that number eight seed, right? They could be and there's and, and you're like you're saying those three or four points, everybody in there. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. you talked about Minnesota falling off the, the case, I went okay, that could happen. I never thought we'd be talking about Winnipeg falling. They off. were having such a strong season. Exactly, cruise. and now look at them. That's what I'm saying. What happened to Winnipeg? I, I, is, is it just like? Hold on. They, do they have any injuries? Like No. Yeah, I well, Dubois, well, Dubois day-to-day. Cole Perfetti's on IR. Appleton's day-to-day. I mean, those day-to-day ones should make a big difference. No. Perfetti on IR, that's like, you can argue that, like he was a nice piece. Very nice piece. Sure. But how do you fall that much? Like, we're, we're talking. It's, I think it's just like they're, probably their depth maybe is being tested, which they maybe do not have. Well, I, I'm 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 saying this, okay. Oh, they got Nemesnikov from, oh, that, from that, that, San Jose too, whatever. That but. could help. It's got to go up. I'm just surprised as how far they have fallen. Okay, so uh, they're saying now that basically through attrition that they're going to probably make it because Calgary's too far behind. I, I agree. Think, I don't think that Calgary can, can get get. Uh, excuse my language. Has got enough to get up there. But when you think about it now, Edmonton's still not. Is technically today. A wild card it's, team. It's a wild card team. I don't think they're staying there. I but still think they win the division. I stand by that take. Really? Yeah, I do. Four points back and like all those those top four in the Pacific, like they're they're all within four points. Agreed. And I, I and I, I think I, Edmonton, I think especially especially with those moves uh that whatever that we alluded to before. Oh yeah. Uh, I wanna no. I wanna get back to do you have anything else to say about Winnipeg? No, I'm just disappointed in, in where they are. I wanna talk about Minnesota then. Yes, I like Minnesota. I've always been I, like they've they've uh, righted the ship, so to speak. I agree. I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm not a big fan of uh, some of the moves that Bill Guerin has made. I don't even know how he got to be general manager. Probably buddied up with the owner. Something <laughs> Usually went on. how it goes. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, and he was a solid player in his Though day. Though he was, but I, he was like an AGM assistant GM in Pittsburgh, yeah, was he not? When they yeah, won those yeah. two cups. Yeah. There you go. And he was a great dressing room guy. So I hear, yeah. Yeah, he was a great dressing room guy. And they say some of the better dressing room guys are the guys that... Um, you want as your managers? Yeah, like they, 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 they were doing it. If you look around the league, there's a few of those guys, like the Hextalls and all that guys, they, they were all good dressing room guys. Shanny, they were all yep. good. They yep. were all dressing room guys, and they, they, they knew the structure of the teams, so to speak. But um, Minnesota, I would say they're... Their start of their trade season was a little bit shaky, when especially when they're just kind of like taking on salary when they're right up against the cap, just getting these low rent. I low remember end picks. you were giving them a hard time about. Well, oh, and I'm getting this from my buddy Stefan, who like for some reason he chose his favorite team as the Minnesota Wild. Don't ask why. 
It's it, this confuses my friends so much. Was he a breech birth or what happened? <laughs> like not enough oxygen. We think it's we think it's just because their their color is green and that's his favorite color. Okay, well, I'll give him that. Weird choice still. The thing about I get, we like to give him shit for that. We love you, Stefan, but weird okay, choice. Big shout out! I hope to meet you. Um, the I don't feel line, I don't know if you'll want to come on the show, but you'll meet him one day. That's a good thing. Now here's one of the things that I don't understand about Minnesota. I don't think that they have enough firepower. Besides uh, the big boy there, yeah, Kaprizov. Yeah, I love Kaprizov. I love that guy. Yeah, like I love, and I love Spurgeon. I love Spurgeon yeah. as a defenseman. He's a great D. I love yeah. him. I, I, I think he's quest. But if you look at all the other guys, like who is really have they got up the middle? This is the uh, Erickson. Oh, down the middle, they're weak. Chris. That's what I'm saying. Who have they got up the middle? When Ryan Hartman is your top center, <laughs> like this guy who was like he was like what on other teams like fourth lines. Couldn't you know? get ice time. Sometimes he was in a press box. There you go. He was a press box guy, but now they're like, typical. The they're typical Minnesota mild. <laughs> Minnesota mild. What an interesting. You know, I, I was looking at him because one of the things that I like about them is their goaltending. Um, Flurry's not having the greatest season. No, though. but Buddy is. The uh, Gustafson. Gustafson. He is. He's been their saving grace this year. And I think that when the playoffs start, he should be the guy. Isn't Fleury injured right now anyway? Or is he back? Um, let's see what he had a nagging face. injury. Yeah, they they have him as their starter on daily face off. He's starting tonight? I think when the playoffs start, is he gonna get his playoff spot because of his experience? I'd rather have Gustav. I think say because of the contract. Okay. Money changes. <laughs> that's that's everything. the whole reason that because that was a big controversy with that team last year. It was like Talbot was playing really well for them. All of a sudden they get Fleury not playing so well, but somehow he starts all those playoff games. No, oh, that's right. And that kind of pushed Talbot out of town. And, like, I can understand why. I'd be fucking pissed, too. Oh, yeah. If, like, I'm playing good, all of a sudden, like, Buddy comes in here, takes my job. Not even playing good. Not even playing good. No, no, no. But I, I'm They could have really, played that situation a lot better. I've seen a few games. You look at him, okay? His goals against average in Gustafson is 206. That is solid. There, th- yeah. That is yeah, that solid. Is really good. That's really good. He's won 16 games, and he's won more now lately because he's getting more more playing mm-hmm. time. If Minnesota's going to do anything, uh, they're going to put Fleury in based on his... Um, Contract. There you go. <laughs> but I think Gustafson's been the better goalie, and I think he I could, mentioned He could win that job. But, uh, I mean, they make some good, like, kind of like low end kind of moves just kind of to like fill in the roster i thought johansson they got they got gustav nyquist oh yeah good old johansson sundquist they got klimberg for super super cheap which i think is pretty good i think they needed that uh character guy yeah and you know what i mean uh but who are they who are they projected to play in the first round uh that would be colorado right now oh then they're not gonna go anywhere but there's there's, there's too th- much that, that's central. There's, that's, there's too, there's all those teams jump. are so close well, together. We could be saying something completely different in two weeks. They got something for Jordan Greenway. Mind you, they I think they completely bungled the Matthew Dumba situation. In what way? His values tanked. Oh, 100%. They should have traded him like a year or two ago. And then they did. Now get... they're going to lose him for nothing in free agency. That's true. I wonder what he'll get as a contract. Uh, I think he's going to have to sign a kind of like a show me deal. Kind of like just kind of like the Monahan thing in Montreal. Uh, well, I mean, he was already on contract, oh, yeah, on but like, I think yeah. it's going to be a situation where it's like you know he signs a low deal, maybe with like a good team, trying like bump up his value, but then he kind of cashes out. Trade deadline guy, or, next or, year? or you know he could sign for like a, a team with a ton of space and just get. Oh just no, get no, the bag no, no! Now. I don't, no, no, no! You know he's giving him the bag. Come on, come on! He's, you never know. He's, well, maybe, he's still what, what's his age? Twenty six. Twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no! If he would have been great, he would have been great by now. Fair enough. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm not. I don't see anybody giving him any money. Let's put him in the Max Pacioretty uh, scheme of things. I mean, Max Pacioretty got he, paid though. He's he was, uh, he's making seven million a year. That was a mistake. You know um, what I mean? But that was way too much as far as I was concerned. You know what I mean? Yep. So should we move to Vegas? Vegas is a very interesting team. They played great last night. That was such an entertaining hockey game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the thing about Vegas that I um, – you're going to have to go through Vegas to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's what I believe. I think that they're well-constructed. Mm. They've been that way since day one. Okay, and they. But still they, got I a think they played their cards really bad. Their asset management's been really bad because oh. they had they had so much like that that expansion draft. They fleeced everybody. Oh yeah, of course. That's of all course, gone. Yeah. That's oh, all yeah. gone. And now they're like they're kind of like not exactly hurting. Like they still have all their first rounders, sure, but like. But they're still their, their prospect pool is like real weak now. Uh, I I didn't I I would not no no I I'm not versed on that to say. Like, uh, I'm not versed enough to say, like, where their depth is and we're going to be. Well, I'm they traded saying, all their good prospects. That's a problem. Okay, so now here we are. It's going to be going into the playoffs. And what do they have? They're going to have to have – they're a solid team. Let's put it that way. They're good defensively. Goaltending is okay. They're another Getting team – Game quick – Will kind of like hopefully help. Oh, that'll back bit. him up. Quick's pass is best before a date. Sure. And he's he's really turned into. But I mean, it's better than, you know, like Buddy from the Miners. Oh, yeah. And not only that, if you had to come in a playoff game, he's got the experience. He wouldn't be all weirded out. And, uh, you know, yeah. you put him in, you wouldn't be, be going. Here's another thing I'm going to say about Vegas, even though I think they're a better team than Carolina. Who is their go to guy? Uh, it should be Eichel. It's not. Uh, no, it's Hold not. I, that's what I, just, I said it's not. Okay. Who is it should, their, I'm looking at their lineup. Who is their go-to I think Mark guy? Stone was supposed to be, but he's injured. Okay, and, 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 and he's not going to have any relevance in the playoffs, I, I believe, because he's going to have too much time off. Yeah. Is, is he going to come back? He's on I, IR, isn't I, he? I don't know if there's a timetable for his return, to be honest. Okay, so they're, 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 that's supposed to be your guy? Mm. Nah, so who else? I'm looking at their lineup right now. They're not even going to have a 30-goal score. In this wow. day and age, in the NHL, you don't have a 30-goal score? No, it's bad. That's bad. It's very bad. But, I mean, their back end is what's saving them. So, if you see last night, have you seen them play in their own end and they skate well? They're, they're yep. another of those. They're, they're, they're the atypical team. Like, mm-hmm. I can't recognize their first line from their fourth line. Okay? I really can't. But they were out there last night playing. That was a great – anyone who got to see it, if I, hockey should put games like that on display. Because the yeah, other game that I was watching beside it, to tell you the truth, was another big marquee game, which was the Memphis Grizzlies against Denver. Okay, didn't live up to the hype. I didn't catch that one. It was the second time they played. The first time Memphis kicked the shit out of Denver. Now it's a return game. It was tight till the fourth okay. quarter, and then Memphis fell off the cliff, and Denver won by fifteen or twelve. Where is the the Vegas? Devils game went into overtime. Yep. So I'm just talking about the quality of the games. Once again, watching side by side, the NHL game turned out to be a better game. However, when you get to the playoffs, I'm thinking if Jersey were to play Vegas in a seven-game series, I would bet on Jersey. If that were to happen, like say... I would too. Say like the the gods of hockey said, let's do something completely to wreck everybody and we're going to put Vegas... And one through 16 like it used to be. One through 16, here we go. They're in the playoffs now. So you got two good gambling centers. 
That would be a good. So the gamblers would just love that because you got Atlantic City in Vegas. What more? What more can you can you uh, talk about in a, sure. in a thing? But I'm saying in the end, the stars on on um, Jersey would tip the scale. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They would tip the scale to a point where they would go. Um, this this is uh, how would you say it? They're not going to have the guy to get the goal in the, in the overtime. Like Jack Hughes is going to make some crazy ass play, win the game. Who's going to make the crazy ass play on Vegas? <laughs> You're uh, hoping a prayer. <laughs> Eichel is such a disappointment. I cannot believe. Like a guy, like look at this guy. The guy's six two, isn't he? Yeah, he's a big boy. Big boy. He's got hands. Hits. He's the, got all the tools. Everything, and he doesn't hit. Invisible. Couldn't find his name. Yeah, th- if this continues next year, then. I'll give him a little bit of a pass because, like, he's returning. It's been, like, what, two years since he's played? They're, oh, they're resting him a lot. Oh, you know what? We'll see. No, no. you got to come back. Okay. Jack Hughes had a couple years where he was banged around and did stuff, too. Now he's full-time in the lineup, and look what he's doing. He came back last year. Remember, he came back. He had all those injuries, but it is set. We should, me of all people, because remember at the beginning of the season, I was not saying anything about Jack Hughes, and I was kind of going. Nothing nice. No, okay. But, you know, look at his last 40 games last year. And then coming into this season, look where he's at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, here's one of the things that I also jumped on a huge bandwagon about, and when I, especially because I like Dallas a lot, is my boy Robertson did not quite rise up to the stature that he did. Remember I said I thought yeah. he was a Rocket Richard candidate? Oh, that's falling off quickly. Wait, no kidding. Because you know what happened is, there's the old the old adage, you better have some extra moves or a guy's going to lean on you. Mm-hmm. And they lean on him all the time now. They physical him out. Not that he's having a bad season. He's still going to score 40 goals. He's not even top five in goals anymore. No. I mean, remember yeah. the first half of the season, he was looking he's like... Not, he, he's, he's barely top 10. Wow. And look, look at the first 40 games. He was the guy. He was the world beater. That's yeah. what I was saying. I was like pumping his tires every time I could open my mouth. But now I'm, I've noticed in the games, I see guys like Tyler Segan and those guys are playing better hockey than he is right sure. now. You know what I mean? They're it's showing completely opposite because Segan did not have a great start. No, but he's playing much better now, sure. so to speak. So I, I don't know. So who do you are you, who are you calling to come? Anybody else we want to talk about? Oh, well, I mean, we got to talk about the Kings. Oh, right. I thought we had... So they... Now that they finally have a goaltender, they made that trade with Columbus to get uh, Corpus Allo and Gavrikov. I say it's on for the Kings. Oh. Because their goaltending was killing them early on. Like, I know people are like, oh, Phoenix Copley, they've been waiting since he's been in the lab. His save percentage is under 900. That's going to bite you in the ass in the playoffs. Every time. Every time. Every Every time. time. Now he's just just got to be the backup. Corpus Allo's the guy. We're good. They're set. I'm going to take it once. And they got a good D out of it, too. I'm going to take it one step further about L.A. And Gavrikov, you said before he signed an extension. He did not. Didn't he? I thought he signed a two-year May- extension. Nope. Not, not, according to, not according to Cap Friendly. Maybe it's like they're working it out. I don't know. but I, I thought, well, maybe they said it was on the table was offered. I even think I, I, I heard someone mention it on Overdrive. Maybe hmm. I was wrong, but I, I would take it out. But maybe it's just not official yet. Who knows? Okay. But anyways, I, I thought, anyway, I thought those pickups were amazing. For oh, L.A., great, okay. Great. I thought they were there. And here's another thing I'm going to say about L.A., which is really weird. You know when we talk about teams falling off because they put too much in and they get the chip and then they got to wait too long? Mm-hmm. I think that L.A. now has the right combination of they've kept some of those veterans 
and they've got enough young guys to go with it. So they're really not a young team, and they've got enough experience. Yep. So when it comes to the playoffs, now that they picked up this goaltender, I think they're a real scary playoff team. And now let's they play this. Rob Blake played this rebuild perfectly. Oh, he did. He did he, masterful. And oh, by the way, another guy who was good in the good dressing locker room. room. Good locker room. Almost guy. a Toronto Maple Leaf, but his yeah. wife didn't want to move to Toronto. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not supposed to talk about women in hockey right now. Remember, I got in trouble with that earlier. Uh oh. Okay, so we won't say anything. But anyways, my point. Sorry, Cruz's sister. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, my, my point is this. They still got Doughty. And Doughty's playing good hockey again. And Kopitar. And Kopitar. You know what I mean? And they really brought along, like, who is this guy, Fiala? Where oh, he's always get? been good. I, 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 I never really on, noticed him. Because oh, guys, that, I, he grabbed my attention, like, when he was playing on Nashville those early years. Yeah, did he? Because I never really I always thought he was pretty him. good. I I've noticed him the last few times. Great LA. skater. Oh, Great my skater. God. He's an excellent skater. That's what I'm saying is, like, and I'm going to give him, I'm, gonna, I'm putting this all on Mr. Milani in this Uh-oh. event. I'm going to put this all on in a good way. Everyone knows I'm a basketball junkie. I love my hockey, but oh, I'm, more of a bas- I'm a basketball junkie. But I've watched so much hockey now that I'm discovering things that I just don't discover, bro. And one of them, and I see this guy skating. I go, where did this guy come from? Then I look and I go, oh, yeah, he's been in the league a few years. few years, yeah. And now he's been around. Like, I, I, I notice things now because you're watching more games and you turn it up and you go, who is that guy? So I appreciate that, bro. I really, really appreciate that you brought my, there we go. You Bring brought it in. my hockey acumen up on levels that I talk about even on my other they they I'm known as the old man. Oh man, what do you know about hockey? And like they they're hearing because you you watch it more but you, what happens is you get to appreciate a guy like this Fiala. Yeah. What a great skater he is. He's going to be a guy I think makes a difference in the playoffs. I think LA is about 9 deep forwards wise. They're interchangeable a oh, bit. Yeah. They're a little interchangeable but they're big, fast and strong, which is a which is the component for in the playoffs, right? Sure. Big and when you got Doughty back there as your guy, come on, he's still the man. I don't care what anyone oh. says, he's still the man. You I know love Drew I mean? Doughty. He, he's my mom's favorite hockey player too. So shout out to your mom. Yeah, shout out to my mom. He, he, he's he. I, I seen him play the other night. I seen him get play a couple games ago, and I don't think he's missed a step. No. The only thing he's missing is that tooth. But outside of that, <laughs> he's been without that for a while. Okay, so. you know what I'm saying. But he he is so so cool, and he's got the Lenny Kravitz pool table guitar to- pool table. Have you seen that? No, I have not. That's cool though. Yeah, he does. Somehow he hooked up. He hooked up with buddies with Lenny Kravitz. I, guess, I mean, when I you guess play in LA, it's an LA thing. But I think he's got a. Uh, don't quote me on it, but let's look it up for the next show. But I think he's got a pool table in the shape of a guitar. Okay, we got to look into that. Uh, yeah, some, or does Lenny Kravitz have it and he's played on it? But he's got a lot. I know he's got a Lenny Kravitz connection. Either way. And he's a big music guy. And he shows up in a lot of shows in L.A. And I don't give a damn about that. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Mr. Well, you're a music guy, so you appreciate that. A hundred percent. Not only that, Doughty is continuing to be a plus player as a defenseman. And, and even in the, his plus might have been a little bit whatever. But for the amount of ice time that he plays in L.A. right now, he's he gets a the, plus He gets defenseman, the tough matchups, too. And he gets the tough matchups, too. So I'm saying he's there. And another guy that surprised me, who is this Druzy guy? Jersey. Jersey. Who is he? He was a Leaf draft pick. Exactly. Part of the Muzzin trade. Yeah, I mean, he's looking good, too. He is good. He's just another guy. Like, I mean, like. Everybody out there, if you know me, look at the names that I'm bringing up. Because <laughs> I'm watching games, and when I, when I, to tell you the truth, and I meant to text you, when I seen that trade to LA, or maybe I did text you and I said that, what about the Kings? Yeah. One of my texts, what about the Kings? Because when I seen this trade, I went, 
Oh, wait a second. They're looking good all of a sudden. You, you really know, they good. Were, they were treading water really, really well. Yeah. Okay, they were a Despite solid, their goaltending. Despite that, and you know how we're saying those three-point differences and all those teams in the West that could mm-hmm. go anywhere now? I think that Blake flicked a switch that says, why can't we go to the finals? Anybody else? You know what I mean? There you go. You're, you're going to say it so... Devin Edmonton are really the only teams that went for it. And I mean... And they both deserve yeah. to get it if they get to play in the conference finals, which I think... Well, would it's be- going to be the division final, probably the second round, if anything. Oh, yeah, because they're together, aren't they? They're in the same division, They're yeah. in the same division. I hate that nonsense. Let's go back to the 1-8. It's a stupid playoff format. Let's go yeah. back to the 1-8. Well, like now that see- the players are speaking out against the two, it looks like they're probably going to work that in the next CBA. Oh, that's a good... Th- oh, we got to wait that long? Is that what's going to be? And which well, the CBA when, when is else- good. When's the CBA? Well, it's still three years until they get there, isn't yeah, it? Three more years of garbage. That's okay. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? I don't like that. Like, but I'm going to say this much: um, they, th- those teams have to go. Those teams have to go to the conference. I think that would be the best fi- conference finals for me. You want to just but take this uh, conversation right to the Oilers, then? Yes, to our good old Edmonton Oilers. I think the pickup of the defenseman is the key. Oh man, he's already looked good. He's looked amazing. He looked good against Toronto the other night. And guess what? I never thought I would say this, but a key component on their team is that nurse guy, eh? I don't want to say Not always in a positive way, though. Um, Okay, but I'm saying... Most overpaid player in the league. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Uh, You know what I mean? I think he's overpaid. uh, But I'm saying this much. He's going to be a difference. I guess we're going to have to bring somebody in on a mic pretty soon, don't you think? Sure. You know what I mean? If you give us a minute. But just wait a second here before we get there. Um, I'm saying that he's the guy. You know what I like about him? He is the guy that's going to do all the dirty work on the oh, team. Nurse. Yeah. Oh, nurse. nurse. I think nurse is going to do all the dirty He's work. He's also giving the puck away a lot. <laughs> but, okay, you got to look for him when you come over the line. Like, okay, who else is going to be on the, on, the, on their defense? Who else have they got? Oh, they got this guy. I call him Shut Up Cruz. That's why they got him in there. Okay, so he's going to be the number one guy. But so they, yeah, their D pairs right now are Nurse CC, who like I'm not a CC guy either. No, neither am I. Uh, another former Leaf, yeah. uh, Ekholm, Bouchard, and then that's Kul- a good Kulak Deharnay. I don't know much about Deharnay. To be I don't honest, know nothing but. about either the other guy. I've seen him play, but those first four, pretty those good. First, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm thinking Nurse. You should know Kulak. He's a former Hab. So what? <laughs> What do you think we got rid of him? I'm just saying you should know him. <laughs> no, he, he's no, 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 no. No, he, he, I was glad we got rid of him. You know what I mean? We did, we got rid of him in the um, what trade was that anyway? Was that like what you trade him to Calgary? Yeah, and then they they got him. Then Edmonton got him because he was in the deal, the Calgary deal for. Um, um, I have no idea to be honest. Um, who's scoring all the goals for for Calgary? But he's not making the playoffs. I'm having a brain fart. Not Tatar's name starts with a T. Calgary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Toffoli. Oh, he was part of that trade? I think he was part of that trade. I'm not sure, but I, I'm thinking that he was involved in there or something like let's that. Pull or a minor up, trade. Uh, let's pull up his hockey DB. Let's see what that says. But, I mean, he's nothing. I, I don't even know why we're talking about him. He's not going to do anything for Traded him. from Calgary to Montreal for Matt Taormina and Renat Valiev, former, another former Leaf draft pick. Yeah, yep. uh, traded from Montreal to Edmonton. So you guys trade him to Edmonton, so I got that a little flipped. And it's I like, forgot. yeah, whatever. So a bunch of no-name guys there, yeah, minor and, league trades. But look at the guy. He's playing, what is it, 18 minutes a night. But I don't think he's anything of substance. No, I, I think that's think the so thing either. that they got guy from Edmonton. and I'm gonna say I think this. they did that to bump down his minutes. Probably, because yeah. he's out there causing grief. But the bottom line is, I'm thinking this is the year that Edmonton has to really go for it. I think if they don't make the conference finals, the season is definitely a wash, even though they're not even well, I think pressure's on for them to make the finals. Okay, forget make the forget finals. conference okay. final. I think, 
conference finals would be if they don't make that their season's a bust. Well, I agree, okay. but I mean their their goal they're they're thinking finals. Well, McDavid's talking Stanley Cup, as he should be. Agreed, but I mean, do you re- are they a, a viable Stanley Cup finalist? I think they lose to whoever comes out of the East. Oh, I do too. I, I'm going to say that, but do you, you you think that they are viable going to the finals? But I told you. I think I think 80, the West is wide open. It's either oh, going to it's, it's be. There's only really four teams I can see coming out of the West: Kings, the, Kings, Oilers, Avalanche, Stars. I'll agree. I'll agree. All the other teams I don't see no, it happening. No, 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 no. Unless there's an upset. No, I, I'm really like that because I'm sold on Dallas. I'm sold on Dallas. I really think that, that this is their time. They got the D and they got the goalies. I've and, said got, it. and not only that, they got those guys up front that could do things in the playoffs. Like, don't forget, like, Ty, like I like Tyler. Yeah. I think Jamie in, Ben's having a good season, Jamie too. Jamie Ben's having a solid there. thing there, too. So I'm saying, like, that'll be our call at, at the trade deadline uh, that, that have got there. I can't believe, though, at times, though, why a team like um, a couple other teams in the league, this Eichholm guy went to Edmonton. I think he went a little too easy. Like, you know, like, first of all, I didn't think Nashville was going to be willing to trade him because I thought he was a piece that's <laughs> well, going to Well, they're going to rebuild. Obviously. Obviously, but I was... But, I mean, the rebuild, uh, like, the, <laughs> the rebuild's off to a good start. They got a lot of draft picks. David Poyle's a retirement gift to uh, Barry Trotz. Okay, I agree. We'll get to that a little bit later, but, like, I want to talk about... So, they give up Tyson Berry. Nothing. Another guy. Another leaf. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a first and a four. I was never a Tyson Berry guy here. Um, they gave up a first, though, too, right? Yeah. But that's going to be a high... This year. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be like 20. It's going to be like in the mid to low 20s. And, and the way that Edmonton's constructed it, sometimes when you get, it's a time to give up your first, where it's not going to hurt you Agreed. in the next draft. So this is the time when, like the Toronto two, like the low set of teams, like to give up the first at this point in time is not a bad thing. Nope. You know what no, I mean? Not at all. And, and it's going to get them over the top because um, it's time for Connor McDavid to make a final. I agree. You and uh, I mean? and like they made that trade with Arizona to get to Nick Bustad as well. I oh, like that, that. That's a solid pickup. He's the guy who can score a lot of goals for yep. you on the on that bottom uh on your bottom six. Oh, and not only that, he's you know when you when you watch the Stanley Cup playoffs and there's always that guy that scores that crazy goal in overtime that you don't expect yes, to do it. Yes. He's that kind of guy. He's that guy, guy that can do that. I agree. You know what I mean? He's he's that kind of guy cuz you know he, he's a mucker, he can skate, he's not afraid to go in front of the the, the net. He'll take a hit, give a hit. Sure. Those guys cuz that's what's happening on a lot of teams and when you think about it, um that could be Carolina. Do they have the guy to take a hit, give a hit? Is that going to be Vegas? Do they got the guy that give a hit to take a hit? What, we haven't even talked about Seattle. Well, I was going to get to them next. You know, Seattle, I think they're going to be like a... First a, round upset. They're going to upset someone in the first round. No, I think they're going to be gone in the oh, first I, round. Oh, I wouldn't really call that an upset. Okay. So you think <laughs> I, think they're, I think they're like a, hey... Fraud? First time. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call them a fraud. I mean, they're another one of those teams, like, they're just kind of lacking the goaltending, I would say. Their defense isn't very strong either. And the, de- and, and the lack of experience is, I think, what's going to kill them. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be like, hey, thanks for coming by. You made the playoffs. That's night go away. Get. Yeah. Okay. And then, but you know what? I'm really I, I'm impressed with this. Their fan base. Already. Oh, I mean Seattle, Seattle's sports crazy. That doesn't uh, surprise me at all. But their fan base. Did you see some of the games when you go out there like already? Like the the, the chance in the crowd in the third That's period, cool. they don't go, Oh, I go, wow. And they're like, This is their second year? Second year in the league. Second year in the league. And do you hear like that fan base, especially in the third period when they need a goal? And, like, I mean, even your beloved team and a few other teams in the third period, sometimes you need that little extra from your fans to get up. And I see sometimes Seattle in the third period. They just go freaking crazy. I can't wait. Have I, I, we seen a Toronto game in Seattle? 
They're not going to get away with being out cheered like the other night. <laughs> Did you hear that? I love that, though. I, I do admit, even though let's... Are they, part, are they going to Seattle as part of this road trip? I think they are. They did. They were. Oh, they, they already were in they, they, they bitch okay. slapped them. The 5-1 game. They went in and just, just they, they said, this is going to be a great Oh, yeah, that's right. That. That's right. They just, they did them. I didn't hear any great chance there, even though, because that's probably the Vancouver thing, and they're not. But I really get a kick out of it when Montreal or Toronto go out west, and those fans just, like, I mean, what do you think of your fan base? And everybody hates Well, Toronto. I mean, those are, those are the ones you got cash in on. Though. You're going to make yeah. some bank. You know what I mean? Because there's like, just regular people, right? When you're in there and you're, you're talking about it, and, like, I don't know, everybody out west hates Toronto. You go to Edmonton, I hate Toronto. Go to Calgary, I hate Toronto. You go to Vegas, I hate Toronto. But then when you They'll take our money. (laughs) But do you notice when you go to those games, like, did you hear, like, especially during the Edmonton game, the back and forth battle with the fans? That was cool. It was. It was just, I'm going, that's what what sports are all about. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I I didn't see the chance so much in the Calgary game because I think the, 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 um, the timber of the game was different. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. In that, um, there was more on the edge. The game was more on the edge because Edmonton took the game away from Toronto a little too mm-hmm. quickly. So it gave a chance for the fans to get all crazy and do their shit. But when this game was on the edge, like both teams are there, like that was a 1-1, a 2-1 game, yeah. I really think that Calgary made it so ugly. They just muck it up. Muck it up. Oh, do they ever. Just take away the flow of the game. You know what I'm saying? The Calgary, like I guess we're going to get to them next. So they're not going to make the playoffs. No, no, I don't even think they deserve the time of day. I don't even think we well, deserve to talking about them. If because they fell off. They the leave. The, they lead the league in overtime losses. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. Okay. And they have the most one goal losses in the league this year. Oh, I know that. They, they're a victim of and, circumstance, no doubt. But that, you know what? Good teams find a way to win those games. Exactly. So well, I think I think uh, the coaches passed best before the date there. Oh, everything's going wrong in the dressing room. Is he got to retire? Is this his last kick at the can? I think so. The only reason's there is because the owner there wanted to have him back. Tree Living didn't want him back as coach, apparently. No, I heard that too. And then some of the cracks he's been making about the players—that's pretty funny. But what, what's his name? I mean, I lo- he's good for a comment. I'm oh, there. of course he is. But we were talking about it last week when his agent um, stuck up for what's his name? Huberto. I think Huberto is going to be a bust unless he gets a new coach or whatever. Well, he, which he will. Okay. Oh, what's yeah, his name? Yeah, what's yeah. his name? The agent there. He usually he tends to get his way. Okay. I, and I, Alan Walsh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's gonna uh, and he will. And they're gonna get a change of coach. But I'm talking about now. There's something in a player. There's a, there's the thing that analytics doesn't measure, and that's character. So I get to catch Herbert's character. You got to get up and stand up sometimes. Just because someone, you know, steps on your toes or says uh, your hair wasn't combed straight, you start crying. Give me a break. I don't like those kind of players. You know what I mean? I want moxie. It's one of the things that I'm saying that if you want to get to it, that's one of the problems with the league. Some teams don't win because they just don't have enough character. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to have some character with a capital K. If you want to go to, to, to speak, because come on, if you don't have that in the playoffs, where do you go? Oh, you're out in round one. Well, that was a big you know, problem with uh, Florida. Well, yeah. Well, their, well, their team was – yeah. That, well, we got to them already, but uh, yeah. Seattle's going to be like that too. Where's their character? They're not going to have anything to show. And I'm well, not, they're still building. I think it's a okay, little early uh, to judge. Uh, we got no, I shouldn't do that, but Vegas is more there. Where's going to be the character on their team? Yeah. They're solid as I'm, – I'm talking about this. This factor. As good as you are – and as tight as you play defensively, and you're going to have those games where you're going to have the last 10 minutes in that game, yep. someone's got to make a difference. 
99 out of 100 times, it's your star or a character player. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not the guy that plays, that kills the penalty. It's not the guy that's giving you the minutes on the fourth line. Well, sometimes it is, but it's rarely. It's going to be that character guy. The guy that's on your fourth line is there mm -hmm. because of character, whatever. And I'm finding that some of these teams, which makes the NHL not the NBA, is that there's not enough flair. There's not Definitely enough. Definitely not enough flair. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, there's flair in the play of the game, though. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'm contradicting myself, but I mean, the actual product on the ice is should be enough to sell the game, but the guy doesn't put it on the next level. Like, sure. for, for example, in the game last night, it still got a little goofy with Memphis, but then John Morant threw down three shots to try to keep them in the game. Yeah. So he kept your, you know what I mean? Like, he, he could do that. But what about the other guys? It's a good point. I mean, we're we're already gone over two hours, so I think we got to just kind of do like quick hits on the rest of the teams in the West. Fair. Okay, sounds good to me. Uh, so Nashville, St. Louis, or Nashville going like basically almost full rebuild, basically. Yep. Getting done. a lot of good picks in there. Barry Trotz looks like he's well set up for the future. I agree, but here's the thing about St. Louis: Do you tank that easy? Our old our old saying about. Um, you win one year, and then who gives a shit about the next bunch of years? Is this what St. Louis is doing now? I guess. I don't know, though. I, I uh, they're, they're a strange team. Very much. They came out of nowhere to win a Stanley Cup, and now they're right Not back. Not really. That was that, that had been building up for, like, basically a decade, I'd say. Slowly. Very slowly. Very, slowly. Very, because look at look at the look, no, the year when they Stanley Cup. They were out of the playoffs. They were dead last at New Year's. New Year's, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm just telling you, they just had the biggest hurt on in the history of hockey. Well, and they and they rode a hot goalie who. Oh yeah, so yeah, hot yeah. That, that which is well, which he's is a hot head, but a hot head who's a hot goalie. But the bottom line is, it rode him to Stanley Cup, so they got the chip. Is it worth it? I mean, I guess. Where are they going to be in the next three or four years? I don't know. They, they they got three first round picks this year though, so. Oh, that that's. And in what's supposed to be a deep draft, so that could be. Okay, so that means those draft picks are all two years away. Yeah. Okay. We'll see, though. Um, where are we next? Uh, Coyote or Coyotes. Canucks already over the salary cap for next year. Losers. Oh, my God. That Losers. team. Uh, that I'm not even like a Vancouver fan or anything. They're on the left coast. Did you notice I said <laughs> left coast? I, oh, I did. Okay. They're on the left coast. They're, Enough they're, said. But they're just like the way they run things there is just it's fucking frustrating as a hockey fan oh well you know what here's what i say and this is going to be maybe a little bit off center off the charts i think everything about vancouver is just a mess look at the canucks you mean no they're just the city the city itself beautiful city by the way i love vancouver okay beautiful city i love vancouver everything about the city besides i haven't been there in 20 some years and I, I don't like the left coast. Once I hit once I hit Wawa, Ontario, okay, good, come back. Okay, that's as far as far west as I'm going. But the, and I'm saying and maybe it's you know that permeates the city. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And you have to change the culture. What did Toronto do? Change the culture. Okay, what's LA doing? They they they're, they're LA, but they still know what to do with their structure to to, to get it on. You know, well, what LA's I mean? big time. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Even my beloved keeping uh, tabs on the Habs, we're going to be coming back. We still have that structure to do that, but there's something about. It's going to be that's, a couple years, but you'll be back. When was when was the last time Vancouver was relevant as a hockey team? A couple years ago, it looked like they were okay, and then what? I happened? mean, a couple years ago, it looked like uh, Pedersen and Besser could be like the guys to kind of carry them to the next generation. Just like and what happened. 
Uh, I, I still think Pedersen's a really good player. Besser oh, I never, don't think. I think he's a good player too. Besser, but, Besser never lived up to the hype though. He had no. that good rookie. He won rookie of the year, and then yes, that was it, and, right? Yeah. And, and, okay. So and, and, and who's and what else do they have? They have JT Miller, who all of a sudden uh, is. Uh, uh, they signed him to that eight-year extension uh, before he even plays one game under that extension. Uh, he's already, hold on, let me finish. Before he even played one game on that contract, they're already looking to ship him out. And everyone's just like, I'm not touching that. Apparently, like, Pittsburgh is interested, but. Okay, so what does that tell you about your team? You give a guy an eight-year extension, and then all of a sudden you're thinking about moving him? What does that tell you about the foundation of your team? What is that going to say around that, the league? I, that might have what been a previous – I think that was a previous regime, in all fairness, that gave him that <sighs> money, but still. I mean, he's a center that doesn't play – that doesn't back check. Okay, not I'm a great no locker – not a good locker room guy, no. apparently. Okay, I got you on that. But, he, but he's on the hook for what, like $64 million, I believe? Let's look that up quickly. I believe it was a because eight million per. I believe it was an eight-year deal. I believe he got the max. Okay. Uh, I'm okay. I was off. It's a seven-year deal, but still, that's fifty-six million. That's still a lot of money. And they're over the cap for next year. Oh, so they're done. They're done. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They're they're going to be crazy. Okay, so we've been running two hours, so we're completely off the charts. Well, let's so go. Let's. Well, I want to continue with quick hits. Uh, Arizona. So. Uh, 44 of their cap for next year is going to be LTIR. You're kidding. You're kidding. Between LTIR and like dead cap, so like retained salary transactions. 44%? Yes. So that means they'll be completely irrelevant again. When is that team? So where's their landing spot? What city? Uh, well, apparently, oh, hold on, hold on. Apparently Markham? there's talk of the new <laughs> arena getting built. They're going to get one. I think the problem is, though, is that the Phoenix Suns have already got their arena, and they're not letting hockey But they're, they're not going to move to Phoenix. It's like a different— it's, it's, Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, the, the other part of, of Arizona, like not Scottsdale or whatever they call it down the road, Tempe or wherever I heard that is. was a big problem about—well, just in money. I heard that was a big reason why they couldn't maximize the assets back for Chickering because they couldn't retain salary. That's right. In that transaction, which is like— yeah, that's Man, it true. It sucks to be too. a Coyotes fan. Oh, got to be. I, I think the team's got to leave town. Well, it's rumored now that Gary's saying uh, Atlanta could get another. Crack oh at the no, can. no, no! You know why? Because uh, America, Atlanta's corporate, and they need well, everything. The poor thing. They're they're corporate. They're Coca Cola. They're Pure Later. They're um, what up? I mean, Pure Later's Canadian. You know that, right? Yeah, but they're based in no. Then it's not Pure Later. FedEx. FedEx. Yeah, because Pure Later's. Partly owned by the government or like by Canada Post or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. it's so FedEx. That's at a FedEx, Ry, that's yeah. at a Riley though, isn't it? I don't know. Carolina. I don't know. But Atlanta's anyway. a big hub for business, though. I know oh, that. Oh, one of the biggest in America. What Coca Cola, CNN. Um, well, all the Turner broadcasts. All the Turner broadcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, what TBS, else? All um, that. Uh, but there's another big industry there. Something. Anyways, in Texas. I was like, but I don't think they deserve another shot. Because I don't think so either. Hockey town. It failed so miserably they're, last they're time. They're a hockey town. You know what they are? They're a, they're a strip joint town. <laughs> That's what they are. So I've heard. You know, they're a strip joint town. From what I hear, and ask anybody in the NBA about that, and they're going to tell you like that. It's a party town, and it's a good town. And what team is really relevant in Atlanta? The, the Hawks, please. The Braves. Oh, okay. I'll give them that. I'll give them the Braves. And they've they've, they've they've come up here now. But I mean, are are they are they really that great of a ho- uh, sports town? No, they're not. Okay, they they claim to be. But the, the problem is, my dad said this because he, uh, the company he worked for, they had like a base in Atlanta, basically. So he was traveling back and forth. He's like, the problem is, like, it's like kind of like LA, where it's like no one's from Atlanta. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, like, in the, the, the grassroots there for the sports isn't as strong. That's the problem. But, you, but LA seems to have a little bit more grassroots in Atlanta. 
Why is Fair. it? Fair. I, like, I guess it's just not as big, maybe. As Atlanta, I don't know. It's weird. It's Atlanta's weird. a big city. It is big. Don't get me wrong. That's not a big. It's but not they, LA though. No, but it, it is nothing. But it, it definitely does not deserve another hockey team. Definitely not. I, I would not. I would. I would definitely not say there. Uh, quick hits: Anaheim, San Jose, bombs. Uh, Chicago have fun tanking for the next five years. And they're gonna all. all one of them's gonna get Bedard, and the, the way uh, that's just the way it's. Gonna I go. still think it's gonna be Montreal, Vancouver, one of those teams. Ooh, ooh, that's what I say too, only because Vancouver needs Bedard at this point. Okay, in any event, hi Pete, you're in the house. You want to sit down for a second before we go? We didn't know you were coming in here. We wouldn't get you in there because we're going to do it either, either way. But we're going to just do some general takes because the show's gone on too long, and perhaps you're going to get in your two two cents here. That's okay. Because I've made some. Um, I've made some. I, uh, I agreed with your point about. Um, I agreed with your point about uh, Patchy already. He was he was crap. He was uh, and he was an American who, as, as we're talking, it's not. There have been some good American players that have come and played, um, you know, uh, for uh, for for Canadian teams. The problem with him was he just didn't care about the C and the H. He was like mm. it, it was just a hockey team to him. He didn't care, and he just like he would just disappear for months at a time, like an like another guy who his best friend on the team, Thomas. Plekanec, the worst hockey player, a guy who went two years without scoring a goal or something. I mean, the guy yeah, was, oh, I'll Scott take Gomez. that. Oh, Plekanec, huh? I take that back yeah. because his two-way play was very necessary. He mm. was he was a great face-off guy. I, he, I like Plekanec. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like him. And then, and then, oh, he, no, he I wouldn't put him in the same. Yeah, if you I talk like about, him. if you talk about the fan base, and you yeah. say who would the fan base like? Would they like Plekanec or like Pasuretti? Did that going away? There's no doubt, no yeah, doubt about maybe, that. Maybe, but I, I was never a big Placanic fan. I, I've, well, that, that, you know, he went, opinion, he went, okay. he went for you know, quite a while without scoring a goal as well. So. Okay, anyway. Andrew, Andrew, before we yes. go, I'm just got a few things that I've taken notes of the year that I'm just going to shout out, and you guys we got say, like basketball mm-hmm. picks, baseball picks, we'll a that. little, a little touch of everything before we go. Okay. Okay. The first thing I want to say is, how long is a plan for a team? Um, how many years do you have a plan for a team before it's not a plan anymore? Okay, <laughs> two to four years. Well, it, yeah, it kind of depends on the circumstances too, don't you? So, like, give me an example: Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, it's in your ball, well, balls in your court you, now, bro. How long is a plan when it, then well, it's not gotta, a plan? I told you over text they got to win the cup these next two years. One of these next two years. Okay, so what happens? We're gonna do this. Is the last time I'm gonna bring it up, and you're gonna say it's an abysmal failure. I, well, we've we're, talked about this. I'm not talking about this again. <laughs> <laughs> so my question abysmal? is, I don't want. To, I want. I'm. I'm. I'm kicking him right now. Oh, okay. I'm picking on him. Yeah, okay. no shit. I'm picking on him. I just want to know how long is a plan? Is a plan? Okay, so we're gonna say you're gonna say two to four years. Yeah, I'd say two to four years, and then after that, you're just you're just not you 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 have you have failed. Okay, you so know. Pete, I also know you're a proponent of believing that one one Stanley Cup ring is worth ten years of missing the playoffs. Well, it is worth it because it is your goal. Your goal Great. is to win okay, the Stanley so now Cup. You've won the your Stanley goal, Cup. your goal is Agreed. not just to be mediocre. Win the Super Bowl. Put, hold on, just let yeah. me finish. Your goal is not just to just to be mediocre for a bunch of years and and stick money in the pockets of a bunch of fat cats. Your job is to have an end game. Your end game is winning the championship. Now, yes, teams do fall off after that. Some some teams are good at just picking up and moving 
chugging along. They, they, they stay good. But your goal is to win a championship in any team sport. That's your goal. 100%. And that's we're not goal. denying yeah. that. We're just my, – my thing is mm-hmm. that's why I tied it into um, uh, how long is a plan. I won't pick on you anymore. <laughs> two Andrew. to four I'll, years. I'll bring it up. I love two to, doing it. I'm just, two I'm to just four years. sticking it so hard because it's going to okay. Okay, so now. Oh, I'm hold ha- on, hold on. <laughs> I, I'll say this to, to your point. Like for a team like St. Louis, where they're like not exactly a major market, the one championship yeah. thing that makes, yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. For yeah. the Leafs, though, it doesn't. Though I'm sorry, no. the Leafs. The Leafs have to be. They should be one of the great franchises for, in the league. It's right. not about just one. Yeah, yeah. They should be agreed. making the playoffs eight out of every ten well, years. And, like, and, and you should, they should be making. I think if they don't win the Stanley Cup three or four times. They should be making the Stanley Cup final three or four times a decade. They Fair should enough. be doing that. Okay, Fair so enough. now they should be doing. my my second take is this: Is Gary Bettman really good for the NHL? Mm. I'm gonna no no I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you why. Is Gary Bettman good for the NHL? He's put more money in the pockets of owners than any uh, um, commissioner. In the history, he's probably put more money in the pockets, more than football. Football can't be up, but he's put more money mm-hmm. in pockets than the NBA and even. Um, Major League Baseball, they say. He's done that. So my thing, is he good for hockey? Now, I'm going to say this why. seems like Gary Bettman's more concerned with small market teams than big market teams. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree. with. I, I alluded to that before. That's I, 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 I disagree with that. I think what he, is, what he is interested in is keeping a U.S. TV broadcast deal. To, to keep a U.S. He's got t- it. No, I understand, but what I'm saying is to keep that going because what you need to do is you need to have teams in certain places. You need to have certain geographical locations covered. You need to you need to have a team. You need to have a team in Phoenix, which is you know useless. That's I mean, a they're, big they're market. Use, yeah, they're a big market, but they're Huge a crap market. team. They haven't done anything, and 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 nobody knows whether the people will ever catch on to this team. You you need to you need to be in a place uh, in some like for example St. Louis. Missouri, you might know they have a long history of professional hockey. Uh, even before the St. Louis Blues, it was only during the Depression where their team, where the team in Philadelphia and the team in St. Louis uh, fell simply because of economic pressures. So, so, so they have a long history, and hockey belongs in those places. But in other places, like you're saying, um, like you're talking about down in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, it doesn't belong in. Okay, Atlanta, well, wait, 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 wait. Here's you know, my point. Here's there. my point, and mm-hmm. I think Andrew did alluded there and he's going to come along with me on this is that I'm saying the reason that I think that Batman is going there because he gets small market teams is because how do you market it this is why the NBA is better marketed if you hear the Memphis Grizzlies right now they're pissed they say everyone hates them well they couldn't get a game they suddenly got John Morant and they started winning and all of a sudden they get on Sunday yeah. if yeah. it wasn't for John Morant they couldn't get on, okay, because they couldn't give a damn because they're going to go with the Lakers, Celtics, Sixers, and everything. I don't think the NHL thinks that way enough. No. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. what's going to yeah. happen now is I think it'll be an abysmal failure for the league if, say, the finals is Carolina and... Phoenix or something. No, they're not there, but let's say yeah, Carolina well, and... Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. If those two teams make the finals for the NHL, what do you think that's going to be for a marketing point? Oh, that's record low ratings. Yeah. Okay, so that's so. But but look look what he'll do for those individual owners. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So you think is Batman good, bad, or ugly for bad. the league? Bad. I think he's all three. He's, he's, Thank he, you. He, he's bad because I'll say he's bad because because the thing is he doesn't he doesn't um, 
obviously as a Canadian fan, there are markets up here that can uh, there there's one market up here specifically um, that could that could have a team and now that it has a big 22,000 seat arena which is modern in Quebec they could put a team in Quebec and that team would be a license to print money okay, so that's, but that's the, what but I'm saying is, Arizona the, should go there we know that's that. right that's no, right. Quebec but, it's not gonna work no no politics uh, and the, the too small of a market no, no, no it's not no no it wasn't a they TV would make contract tons of money. killed it last time no 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 it was stole the team Pepsi came in yeah. just stole no, the team but no no it was they what, were making money no, if you no. go back to the, the big rivalry with Habs, yeah, with the Habs, they, no, yeah. they were making no. money. The problem, the problem was the Coliseum. The Coliseum was the smallest arena in the league. It only seated twelve thousand. So you were just they could never do enough. They and and they couldn't and they were not going to build a new arena. Now they have a twenty-two thousand seat arena in Quebec, and that would and that would be a, a license to print money. The Quebec, problem the with this is, is, is that's, uh, they it don't want to send it. It's not hockey related. I agree yeah. with you saying they got the twenty-two thousand seat yeah. arena. They got the fan base right. they're going to do it like Andrew they would do it you weren't around in the Quebec days it's too, you're too yeah, young to too really young realize to what's going on yeah, in Quebec yeah. they're going to do they it oh, yeah, they, they, were, they were two when they moved or they, I was two when they moved yeah, okay yeah. so you would know but, he, were, but yeah. here's the real the problem the 80s they were Here, awesome, yeah. no but here's the real problem mm -hmm. with Quebec yeah. and it's a problem with Quebec on everything it's the politics and the corruption the reason That's there's true. no the Nordics are in a town is not because of the fan base. It's because those guys were all backdooring deals. They were trying to make a backdoor deals with the politicians in there. And yeah, it was like probably. a bunch. There was like, a, OK, let's put it this way. There was a bunch of trout. Yes. All coming in to try to get the one worm. Yes. And all of a sudden, a shark came up behind them, yeah. ate all and, the fish and, and, and the worm, and, and went straight to Colorado. That's right. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So I'm just that's saying, Batman, good, bad, or ugly. Let's hope for a team in Quebec, even though yeah, I hate I don't them think more. It's not, yeah. not going to happen. No, no, it's okay. not going to happen. I, I okay. agree, it's not going to happen. But it's not going to happen simply because simply because Batman, uh, when you, and that's why I was talking about the American television deal in terms of um, in terms of uh, in terms of you. U.S. ratings, U.S. audience, um, a, a team, uh, and any team in Canada doesn't really matter simply because simply because the ratings of Canadian teams or whatever do not matter in the United States. It doesn't matter. So we so, know that. Yeah, yeah. But but, but that's uh, but that, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's simply because it's simply because okay, you could put up a team up there, they make money, but the ratings don't matter in the United States. It just doesn't matter down there. And 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 what Gary Bettman is looking to do is looking. He's he's always looking to strengthen or in some way enhance his. Um, uh, his 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 television deal down there to make sure he's got enough teams in enough places that the networks will continue to be. ESPN is not going to be happy. Yeah. Do you hear Mr. Milani what he said? Mr. ESPN is not going to be happy if the finals are Carolina and You're Minnesota. Right. Okay, yeah, that's right. No, well, anyways, we'll go on. That's we don't good. have a lot of yeah. time. I've got another quick take. In. I agree with that. I agree okay, the that. next I thing I want to talk about: if you don't have a number one defenseman, go-to guy on your team, can you win the Stanley Cup? You can. Can. Pittsburgh did it three times. They had Latang. He's not that guy. He's good. They had, so he's they had a great goalie. He never they made a, Team Canada. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. They Ooh. had a great. Yeah. They had a great. Um, That's a good take. Bro. Everything else has to be going your way, though. It's. T I mean, you're playing on hard mode, but you can do uh, yeah. it. You they can have, do it. 
they, have, they have great scoring. So that means I'm trying to, I'm picking on your Leafs. I know you're picking. I know you're picking on number forty four specifically. I never brought up a name. I know. I've been with you long enough to know what you're thinking. They have. They had great scoring. Pittsburgh had great scoring, and they had a phenomenal uh, goalie, and so that got them through. Right? They had phenomenal scoring. If you don't and a have phenomenal I'll, goalie, agreed. But if you don't have key defensemen, you cannot win the Stanley Cup. Every mm. team has proven it. Like but he look, said, the six big, he said you, they just your did. Theory. He said they just did. No, no. Pittsburgh. He's saying I'm saying he, I'm saying can you not win with the number one defense? He's saying yes, you can yes, because can. with the six guys. Yeah. Okay. My next my next thing is, um, do you think that? They baby the baseball arms too much now during spring training. Do you think they baby pitchers' arms too much? I would say no because, like, what, what these guys are doing with their breaking ball now. Well, we're going to fight. Well, well the, thing is, well, the thing is, well, the thing is, players, well, the thing is, we're going to fight. A lot of stress you're putting on those elbows. P- pitchers okay, with pitchers were always big and strong. But nowadays, with the, with the type of weight training and everything the, the, and, and the type of strength they're using, um, the more you pitch is the more you're going to get in trouble. So, so probably, so you're right. You're right from a standpoint of baseball. Should they pitch another 25, 30 pitches? Yes. But it's better to preserve them because of the amount of money you are I investing the in these guys. I want What about your theory about the chip? Oh, I I'm agree with that. I'm going all no, in I for the championship. No, no, no. I agree with that. Hey, hold I agree on. With hold that. on. Here's but is it my... worth it if, if your guy's arms falls off? Wait yes. a second here. I think the game has changed this much. Yes. Uh... Tommy John surgery when I was a kid might cost you your career. Now Tommy John surgery is a rite of passage. Rite of passage. Yeah. Yeah. Come, on. Multiple. Come on. Okay, so my take on it mm-hmm. is this. My take on it is I'm my and, and we're gonna have a, a subject on this. Everybody's gone too soft. We had eight guys pitched. Well, not even eight guys pitched two hundred innings, yeah. and you're gonna get forty million dollars a year at two hundred innings. That's complete yes. bull, but bullshit. No, but, uh, but I but but you see but you see you got to look at it the other way. They're paying them this money. They don't want those arms to they uh, they don't want those arms to tear out. When you're paying that kind of money, you have to preserve that investment. What if as you're not using you your arm enough to build up the muscle? So maybe if you pitched an extra fifty innings, you grow something oh, on Dr., your arm. Doctor Cruz. Yeah. So <laughs> there's the other well, argument. What if you use it more? Some well, pitchers we say would have then you'd have a, a stronger arm. Than going. If Manoa doesn't well, pitch, see, I, I, I think we need to get a sports science yeah, person then, to have this need, conversation. Okay, yeah, do do I heard, I heard this the other day, and you know who I'm starting to really can't stand is JJ mm-hmm. Redick. Jay Williams is right up there. If you I would listen to these guys talk, they're always pro players. You know what he's trying to say? What? Because when what you switch on defense more, well, too much. He's saying now what? Oh, we switch more. There's no big man. There's uh-huh. no posting up. There was, oh, the game's no, got to go true. faster. That's so the move their bodies more. That's true. Better nutrition, better workout, yeah. better cardio yeah. guy, private planes, got your own yeah. guys. But you're Stop talking it. about basketball. They're all weak. No, but if you're, oh, no, but if you're, hockey too. Oh, you're talking about, no, Hockey's but, but, you, were, but you were talking about basketball. You were just, just, just let me talk about that. I, I do not enjoy, um, um, from the from the viewpoint of entertainment, <coughs> excuse me. I do not enjoy basketball today simply because it's it's too it's too much dominated by threes. Oh, they're gonna shoot you know they're gonna shoot twenty threes. No no no. I want to see you kick it in. I want I want to see you kick it inside. I want to see the big man work. I want to see you kick it. I want to see sky hooks. I want to see driving up yeah. the lane, which you do see. You do see guys driving the lane. I want to see guys outside jumpers. I want to see a full game. But the I don't want to see. 
you're going to say the game isn't going fast enough. No, 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 basketball, no, basketball is not just about, it is not just end-to-end action. It is also action in the paint, in the paint, going hard in the paint, um, having having a good pick and roll. That's all a part of the strategy of basketball, Since and I want to see that. I, I don't I want see to it's see gone. It. It's no, gone. I understand that. It's gone. But but, but I. And, so and my that's theory why I'm, I'm not is, watching okay, basketball so, uh, because I do. of that. I, I like love it. it. We're all going to watch mm-hmm. the tournament. It's going to be better. Yeah. My my point mm-hmm. is this because we got to go soon. My right. point is this: what has ha- if everything has gotten better in time? Why do pl- athletes do less? Let's just pause on that thought, and we'll have that on another that's, show. That's a very good question. You know what I'm saying? That's Why is it? Question. You know what I'm saying, Andrew? We'll yeah. have the players sh- have more power. Oh, yeah. players we're, have, yeah. we're okay. You and, know, we're, and, take and you're paying note, Mr. Milani, people more we, money. We, we will. You you're paying guys more go. money. At, so therefore, okay. Before we go, wanna, do you have any you know, more? How many more do you have? I got two. Two more quick oh takes. Okay. One of the things is I want to say this is social justice engineering wrecking the sport it is it is wrecking it it is wrecking it because because the thing is someone um someone who who might not be as good an athlete who might not be as good as what they do um all of a sudden becomes someone's hero just because um just because you know just because they may be gay or just because they take a stance on something or just because um or just because they're in uh, they're in they're in uh, they're, they're in a certain region of a country where people are more conservative or more or more left wing, and he and he gets and he gets a groundswell of support simply because he's in a place where everybody thinks like him. I think or whatever, no part whatever of the game. it is. Yeah, in it my shouldn't, opinion, it shouldn't have any part of it. It's all just PR. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it's all just PR. Well, it's it's like, and, you know, we have, is it wrecking the game though? It, it, it's wrecking it. Uh, I don't see how it is. How? You look at you look at how women's sport has developed, and you look at you look at a lot of the nonsensical arguments that female sports teams and female athletes are making, like 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 a lot of these a lot of these national soccer teams who are saying okay you know what you know the men's men's national team made it to the world cup but you know uh, but like the canadians team the canadian women's team actually won the olympics and now and now they want to uh, now, now 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 they now they think Shh. now they think that they deserve uh, now they think that they deserve to get equal pay uh, to a men's team okay. which is playing in a tournament no let me finish no let me finish let me finish now they think now they now they think that they should get equal pay to a men's team which is playing in a men's tournament which makes Tons much more money than theirs uh, does. You make money. You make money in sport depending on depending on how good you are, depending on what league you play in. Because certain okay, leagues you already don't blew have it. That. I'm gonna tell you, so, Pete, where you, you blew go. it. You already blew, blew it. it. I'm gonna blow this. You said national team. We're not yeah. talking about professional sports leagues here. That's yeah. a whole new ball game. If you're playing for your country, the woman should get the same no. as the man. Don't no, you they agree, shouldn't. Andrew? No, no, uh, way. no, no. Not you a have, no, no. First of all, look not at Canada alone. Look at Canada alone. Yeah. Okay. Our, our Olympic team almost won the gold. We qualify for every they did World win the Cup. Gold. No, no, they, oh, they we, won we the gold. gold they won saying, the but gold. Wait, not only we won the gold, we we qualify for every sure. World Cup. That's right. We're we're a leading contender mm-hmm. in the team. That's national. Wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait, wait. That's national. Yeah. Just like when you have a national gymnast. Yeah. And that's when you have a national figure skater. Right. When you're talking about representing the right. country, okay. everybody's equal. Don't you agree, Andrew? Mm-hmm. I agree. A hundred percent. Now, wait, wait, Pete. I let you have your word. I'm saying when it's on a national level, whatever the girls get, the guys get. Uh, when you see those gyms in there, uh-uh. they should, no, no, no. This is national. You have to think about country now. We're not talking about we're not talking about the WNBA and the NBA because the NBA generates so much money that they can help to 
fuel the WNBA. Right. Yeah. So on that's that right. level, it's completely different yeah. because if the girls mm-hmm. can't generate the commerce, the, the commerce then you, yeah. you don't get the money. I agree. But when it comes to a national sport and representing your country, it's equal. If it's a gorilla that's driving my basketball team, that gorilla gets us. Do you agree, Andrew? I do. I'm, I'm adamant about that. That's when you get equality in there. You must treat everybody. If you're represent, if the, if the maple leaf is going on your chest, okay, everybody's okay. So let equal. Me, so let me, so let me counter that. So let me counter that. When, when the, uh, when the women play in the World Cup, they're playing for their country, right? No. Yeah, that's they the are. World, no, 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 that's a World Cup. That's a different thing. No, that's no, no, a league. No, 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 hold on a second. Hold on a second. The World Cup, the World Cup of soccer is not is not a is not a league. It is it is it is national teams playing against national teams. So it's not Inter Milan playing against they Genoa. You get the money. As no, soon as it's, no, as soon hold on as it's a country. No. Well, okay. All country. right. But let me. Okay. But but when when you have a women's World Cup and a men's World Cup. Which one generates more money? Which oh, one is which one is which one is watched by more people? Of the course. men? Well, of course. So the of men course. should make more money in terms of bonuses, in terms no. of per no. goal, in terms no. of because more people are watching does them play. Messi, it's a Messi, different thing. No, no. Does Messi get more money than the end of the guy in the bench in Argentina when he's playing nationally? He may. No. He may. No. He may. No. You, we he? don't know. Andrew, you're a we don't. Guy. We don't know about that. We don't. We don't know. We don't know that. Okay. We don't know what goes on behind the doors yeah. but when it comes to the table when it's coming to national teams when it comes to a team as soon as you put the flag on your chest yes. I don't it should care. be everyone being equal I'm uh, with you there oh yeah but, it should but, be uh, but a man's it, world cup makes more money than a woman's world cup it is as simple as that I'm the way guy more. that gets in trouble for gender <laughs> and look at we bring it's this not guy gender on. anything but like, it is economics but, it's okay, not but gender don't you, oh, well, hold on though okay. hold on though but don't you think it's ridiculous that like these uh, these executives at uh, Soccer Canada, they're all giving themselves these huge bonuses, these huge no, pay raises, and nothing get for the players. No, they shouldn't. No, but that's, that's what wrong. happened. Okay, that's, that's what happened. wrong. That is wrong. That is wrong. But what? And I, and I was not. And I'm not going against that. I am saying when it comes to a World Cup, a a World Cup, even though you're putting the maple leaf on your chest or whatever, a man's World Cup generates much more money than a woman's world cup uh, it is I mean, that simple sure but i mean you should be distributing that like evenly throughout your foundation no. yes no, you should no, if you no, want to no, 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 no. successful Pete, are you crazy no no way you, a, what is this james brown is a man's man's world no that's but not it's the better point. with a woman or a girl no that's not the point you're, the point you're is the men's world cup and i'm no the men's world cup makes more money okay so if it makes more money then you distribute it on a national level i think you got to build up your soccer program i think you do you, you got to build it up, but the men generate more money, so you're going to focus more more investment in them than you would in the women. No. It is a, Guy Lafleur yes, scored more goals than Bob Gainey. Yes. Do you think Bob Gainey was just as important as Guy Lafleur? He was, but but, okay, but so yeah, yeah but Guy Lafleur made more money. Okay, but Guy Lafleur no, was paid Gainey higher. More, no, okay, okay, Guy Lafleur was paid the more money. The bottom line, yeah, because that's a professional sport. <laughs> okay, well, so, now, so you just made okay, your point. Now, when we got point. down to when we talk well, about when Wick Wick Wickenheiser mm-hmm. and all the girls sing, yeah. all the girls got played the same. So that's what I'm saying is you can't. We're we're borderline. This is the problem with the world today. That's borderline misogynistic. No, it's not misogynistic. It's economic. It, it, it is economic. If a tournament that, if, if a league that I'm playing in, whatever league it is, or a tournament that's that I'm playing in, when you're in, talking okay, national okay, sports, okay, bro. okay, then let's talk a tournament. If a tournament that I'm playing in is watched by more people and generates and generates 850 million, or let's say two billion dollars sure. more than yours is, then my tournament 
will get more investment and the people in my tournament will get paid more and they're also going to get bigger that's um, called major also, league hockey no, that's called no, no, nba no, no, no. No, no we're talking no, national no, no. now I, national. i'm saying that i'm saying that the men's the men's world cup generates much more advertising much more revenue than a women's world cup that so is that. a fact we got that we that's got a fact. that you okay, can't, so you can't but if you want a good national soccer national sport federation i'm sorry but you got to distribute them to a certain evenly. extent to a certain extent no 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 I'm going to equate it this way, mm-hmm. and it's a different thing, but right. it's still we're talking national, right? Let's go to college sports. Sure. What makes more money, the Alabama football team or the Alabama swim team? The football team. Okay, Thanks. so guess quiet. So mm-hmm. guess what happens? Because the football team makes that much money, they can distribute it now that Alabama is the number one basketball team in the tournament yeah, going they in. Do, because to a why? Extent. Because they treat all the sports no, equally. No, no, no. But football, football now, is still number one. Of course, and that's but no, why, no, buddy, and that's you're why, missing the point. And, and that's you're what generates, and that's what, and that's what drives okay, well, Alabama's program, Alabama's sports program, is driven by the football team. So the football team is the priority. Okay. Now the other now the other programs do get good money because it makes sense to have good women's like look. I'm a huge. Dude, Laval- it doesn't on national, yeah, so it doesn't no, make no, sense no, nationally. You got to be one or the other. No, you know what saying, Andrew? I, I'm a, I am a huge. Um, uh, I'm a huge Laval Laval Rouge or fan. Okay. A huge Laval Rouge or fan. But the Laval Rouge or football team drives their sports programs. Okay. And so therefore, you have to put that as numero uno so that you're going to get all that okay so we're going to back there's go. one more one more quick thing i wanted to say mm-hmm. andrew and i want to bring this up sure. what do you think sure how do you think uh football teams should handle their franchise tags save that for another day what is what, what is a franchise franchise tag specifically Okay, Daniel Jones says that he wants $45 million a year as a quarterback for the New York Giants. I think you're absolutely nuts. You're to crazy him to pay okay. him that. Hold yeah. on. So they're going to have to franchise him now. Oh, the franchise so player when the, tag. So what happens oh, the franchise okay, tag no. is, where do you use your franchise yeah, tag? Yeah, right. Okay. If Baltimore puts a franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. Which they will. Mm-hmm. He's out of town. Yeah, yeah he's gone. He's yeah. out of town. Yeah. Okay, in any event, Pete, we didn't know you were coming no, again today. In the near you. future, we're going to make a show yes. where we're going to tell you well in advance. You got here at the correct yes. time. We'll Sorry definitely bring you in at all the time. the snow and all oh, that. No, but that's, that's, but we that's no excuse. It's no oh, excuse. Anyway, we, 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 we weren't sure that you were even going to be here. What yeah. we're saying is in the future, we're going to make a plan so that you yes. will be here. Uh, yes. And we'll get it on there because this show Thank ran you. way too long. Yes, it did. Almost three hours. But I am very happy that I was here, guys. It's all about time spent listening. TSL. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I oh, no problem. No problem. We will again. We just will we'll do really it on a more organized it. event. Thank in you. any event, this is the longest show in the history of the house that happens. <laughs> We're going to broadcast from Australia to Antarctica so everyone will hear us. Hi, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. Thanks for listening. It was a great show, bro. Good talking to you. Get out of here.